You. <laughs> it, it's too bad that we can't wear this at the field. Honestly. Um, I mean, you can. Just wear goggles I mean, over the top, and then you're fine. <laughs> well, I, I see it immediately getting shot out, and like someone running, and then getting a bunch of holes in it, and then and then the head coming down, and then I'm just tripping. That's I'm what melting. I see. I don't, I don't know. I think mine would would probably be bad because I would just hurt my ankle even more. Yeah, yeah, yeah You have yeah, a tendency honestly, of doing that. Like, that's for sure. E e even this, like, I don't think it, I could do it. I think I'll pick the dino costume over anything else. Honestly, it's a barrier of protection. I don't know. Running around that juggernaut suit is kind of... Also, where is your costume, by the way? I'm me. I'm actually Novich. I'm dressed up as Dayton today. <laughs> With the... Uh, What's up, guys? What's up, guys? <laughs> What's up, guy? Also, yeah, we're recording, so let's get it started. Oh. Let's do it. Okay, then. Hi! <laughs> I'm going to take this out because I have no idea what the audio sounds like. <laughs> I can't see the sound. I can't see. Yeah, speaking of audio... <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can, you can take it off tack. I can't swim. I don't know. If I, can, uh. I don't even know if they can hear you through oh. the mic. Well, uh, that, that's gross. Is he gonna have to fully undress? Uh, yeah, I think you, you might to, wanna. Yeah. You might oh, wanna no, help him. The there's, a the there's a zipper in the front. There you go. There's a zipper in the front. Reach. Can you get it from the inside though? <laughs> Hold on, we got we got a wardrobe malfunction. There you go. Small wardrobe malfunction. You should turn off the battery. I was just gonna say, what's up, Jim Carrey? I how you, how you doing, Tack? I'm back. Sorry, Mac. It's okay. Don't worry, Paul. I've been calling it's you Tack this like, entire you know, time. Best friends or anything. It's all right. It happens. Apparently, one see of when you when you guys days. are in costume, I'm like, shoot, which one's who now? Who is what? That's all it took, Tack. Was a mask. <laughs> <laughs> One of, one of us, hiding, one of us hiding our faces, and they're like, "Which one are you?" Oh God! Can you do that as a costume this weekend? Just Wait, both Jack, of you switch your room. For a second, I know this will. Yeah, I want to see that. Oh my! It is. Pretty, oh my goodness! I didn't say look through them. I said just. No, no, on. just close your eyes and look. He does look like you. <laughs> now I'm confused even more. Yeah, who's what? <laughs> who's that Pokemon? Who's what? We've been lying to you from the okay. start. Well, anyways. Yeah, this is episode twenty-one, guys. Mm -hmm. We're 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 literally legal in the states now. So, cheers. <laughs> oh. Yep. Grab grab it. Do you want one, Dayton? Oh, you, you got, got one already. One you already got. You already, already got, got one, one going. going man. All right. All right. Open that up. <laughs> Episode 21. Welcome back to another episode of Panthers, a folding table talk, guys. So, Halloween around the corner, literally tomorrow. Thank you. No, yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. For everyone listening and watching yeah. and stuff like that, it is it technically is for tomorrow. you tomorrow. Yeah. Oh. But yeah. we do this a day before. We are on Thursday time, right? We're on Friday. We're on Friday. I don't know. You're listening now, and Friday. it's Friday. What day is it? It's Friday. It's Friday. What time is it? I don't know. Oh, God. I don't know with these lights. I, Full I moon tomorrow. Nice night games as well. Mm -hmm. ASG is running a night game as well. Um, also, uh, it's going to be nice sunny weather this yeah, weekend as yeah, well. It's so be good weather. Uh, come out with your costumes on, guys. Going to be even, epic. Even at night. Sure. Even at night. Yeah, I'm just thinking like scary clowns it's at gonna night. Like scary <laughs> clowns. <laughs> it's going to be like Phasmo. <laughs> That's when I would say shoot him with the polar star. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, 100%. Who did it? Oh, full, full <laughs> auto, maximum lumens. Nothing scarier action. than a clown coming oh, at you. Oh my goodness, yeah. Give me that green tracer. The A10 <laughs> Warthog clown coming in. Burr, burr. <laughs> also, we have Dayton. Hi. Hello, Dayton. Hi, how's it going? 
Pretty good. Well, thank you for having me on Folding Table Talk. I like the folding tables. You keep to the name. It's perfect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, folding table yeah. right here. Very professional. Very yeah. good. You, like you know why we named it, right? Well, I would be led to believe it's the folding tables we're sitting at. Yes. But <laughs> so you know how there's like what a, a bunch of there's a, a there's a bunch of tables out there yeah. um, that like people have left over the years and it's like broken up and whatever, right? Yeah, yeah we just these are just. It's just, it's just that. Just remnants of old tables. Sal salvage tables. Yeah. Salvage tables. Yeah. Put them together. I, I don't know. One day this thing's going to fall with all my equipment. Technically, <laughs> I, technically I will yeah. buy you a new yeah. table before yeah. that Te happens. Technically, we upgraded, though. We're not, we did have one that was falling over. And we did get rid of We got a new one. Yeah. 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 Just yeah. duct tape. Mm -hmm. Duct tape and you're good. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you can uh, <laughs> duct tape a broken back. <laughs> so we have Dayton yeah. as our guest here today. Mm -hmm. um, Hi. <laughs> it's hard for me because I, I actually know, know him really well. That's the problem. Yeah, so you guys, are, you guys are gonna have to drill him for me because I have like I already know some of the answers. Word than men drilling me today. Ooh, Ooh. do you like grilling? Uh, grilling? What about grilling? Grill me. Grilling. All right. Well, let's let's get started here. We'll just we'll just grill you. Yeah, um, grill me. So I already know some of this, but mm -hmm. like when did you start airsoft or like what, at what age or what, what inspired you to be? Well, I started out with Nerf and then went to paintball and then went to airsoft. So I don't know the exact time that I started airsoft because I had guns that we'd shoot each other with in the backyard all the time. Mm -hmm. But when I actually came out to the field, that was only like four years ago. Yeah. Like I've only been that. playing out on the field for like four years. So it's, okay. uh, it, it, I, I haven't been doing it for that long at the field but i've been playing for a long time just like shooting my friends so yeah it's, it's it's been a great time the whole time and from what i remember you started filming right off the bat right yeah i because i had already had a youtube channel that was about minecraft it was all <laughs> minecraft builds <laughs> and, and let's yeah. not forget your uh, dayton let's read that's oh, my yeah, favorite dayton reads as well those were good those <laughs> were good um but yeah no i came to the field because i was like oh i like airsoft and i want to make a video and i'd seen bodge ups and I was like, oh, man, I got to make, like, a Bajos video. It's, it's sad that he doesn't make videos anymore. He got a family, and now he's got real life and an actual well-paying job. So uh, I still keep in contact with him. He's a cool guy. Um, but, yeah, I, yeah, first time out here, I was recording with one GoPro strapped to the top of my gun. And it was useless because half the game was pointing at the ground. <laughs> but for the little bit of the fo uh, footage that I could edit, it turned out really good, and it got me hooked on it. And you started off with? Bolt-action uh, sniper. Bolt sniper rifle. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm well, like L96. most, most, like most kids here, they start off with that, oh, and then all yeah. of a sudden, yeah. they move up to an AEG. So bad, my first gun. It was a Well L96 that had been broken for like two years, and I strapped it together with electrical tape. I taped together the trigger assembly because it broke, and it barely worked. But I remember the first time I played, I got one kill, and I was like, I am a sniper now. This is <laughs> you're <my> hooked. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> Okay, well, I guess my question is, is that uh, where did the name come from? House, house Gamers? Gamers? Yeah, I'm you curious know, about that. Not a lot of people ask about that, actually. Uh, the House Gamers Airsoft channel started out with four people. It was okay. my buddy Adam, me, uh, Jack, and Ben. Mm -hmm. And sort of a fifth person. His name's Scott. And we, uh, our plan was we were going to play Call of Duty because everybody would come over to my house at the end of the day and play Call of Duty after school. And we had a hell of a time screaming at each other, calling each other dirty names and stuff. <laughs> and my buddy Adam was really into making music. So mm -hmm. our big plan was we are going to start up a YouTube channel where we play video games with my buddy Adam's house music in the background. So we were going to be called House Gamers. <laughs> and it never like worked it. out. So the, the name House Gamers okay. actually comes from house music. House music. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. So, yeah. 
Yeah, a little, I little fun fact. I did not see that origin story. I know. Story. <laughs> <People> don't, <laughs> it's yeah, a weird origin story, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I, was like, I mean, I, I, get the, I get the boys coming over and playing video games, but that was pretty cool. Yeah, I no, like I that. would say that's actually pretty cool. Yeah, you know, like, I, I wouldn't have guessed that. I would, no. have taken, I would have taken it as, like, you know, just playing at home or something no, like that. No, it's totally, totally like an evolution of the channel. Starting out with making Minecraft videos and then Dayton Reads and then Call of Duty stuff and... And now, so like full time. Well, I mean, airsoft. you cooked a steak too. Like, and I cooked a couple steaks. That was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Oh my yeah. gosh, the survival craft. Oh, oh that was gold. God, honestly, yeah. honestly, the best steaks I've had in my entire life <laughs> were cooked in the forest right here at Panther. Heck yeah, that was some pretty good steaks. <laughs> yeah. I tell I'm you not what. Gonna lie, you know what? The Panther steaks do have a tradition. Oh. Boy's birthday was nuts. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't. You know, I don't like, mean to diss Pat, but I don't know, boy. I thought those steaks on the on the wood were the best tasting steaks I've had Heck in my Heck yeah, dude. Mm -hmm. The amount of dirt we had on it, it oh, tasted so extra, good. Extra grittiness that, that, and that protein. Extra, that's, I feel like Pat's going to fight you guys, but he does not listen I to this. He doesn't listen to this, don't worry. He's short. Good. Okay, so um, my next question is, is that uh, do you own anything other than just uh, springers or anything like that, or like sniper rifles? Uh, or? Oh, when you first started. Let's, yeah. let's, when let's, I let's go there. When I first started, I didn't even have a pistol. If, okay. I, if I had come up to somebody close enough to me that mm -hmm. I couldn't use my sniper, I was running. That was it. I had no I had no fallback plan for there's a guy beside me. It was, ah, and then run away. So Okay, all right. Yeah, all right. But this now, is why he got good at sniping. He just ran away that, and sniped honestly, them back. Honestly, that's what it was, was mm -hmm. I had nothing else. And I was like, okay, mm -hmm. if I want to play Airsoft, I got to play with this. So mm -hmm. I may as well... You got force seizing it. Yeah. So but, then um, when you started, did you start playing here at Panther? Did you start yeah, this some... Yeah, the first field I ever played at. Okay, all first, right. First organized game I ever played was at Panther here. Okay, okay. Yeah. I guess um, when you started out, were they still only playing over on Airsoft side? No, it was, it was both sides. Um, it was... there was Four years ago, it was... Uh, it's five years ago now, actually. Four or five years yeah. ago. Four or five years ago. It, 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 was, it was becoming very big that we've yeah. taken over the field already at yeah. that point. At, so. at that point. Because I, yes. I remember still that, like... You know, there were still games happening over yeah. at Yeah, that paintball was still like was on a, a decline, yeah. and then Airsoft was, was at full swing. Parties and they still had, yeah. you know, So groups. paintball was still there, yeah. yes. But yes. there was yeah. no more, like, paintball drop-ins. No, 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 that, no, that was no, out no. at that point. But they still had a lot, a lot of birthday parties. Well, I remember the birthday parties, yeah. Yeah, I, got, I came into the sport at the perfect time to watch paintball, at Panther <laughs> at least, slowly <laughs> whittle away and die. And watch Airsoft rise and take over the place, mm -hmm. which yeah. is a really cool thing to see. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Like, uh, I have been, uh, I guess, I hate to say it this way, but happy to see it grow and, like, paintball sort of decline just because of the fact that um, we had such a small Airsoft community mm -hmm. and it has grown to, you know, how big it is and everything Well, let's like be that. honest here. We had help from this guy. Uh, honestly, I contribute uh, or I attribute the success of Airsoft, literally like 90% to YouTube influencers. I'm not saying, oh, I did this, this is my sport now. But well, I mean, yeah. you did, I, hey, be fair to yourself, because you know what, like for those people that don't know you, some people might be listening or anything like that, like, like you know, you've been making content constantly for, was it, like, like four, four, four years I mean, now, I, yeah. For yeah, Airsoft, years wise, I mean, I understand where yeah. the channel started mm -hmm. and stuff, but so for what I'm talking about is just, you have been a you know, a, a constant presence for the community at large. And then when I'm saying community at large too, is just you putting your stuff out on that platform is like, you've exposed yourself and yeah, that's true. you know, that's where it's going to lead into my questions for you too. It's just, <laughs> you know, you've done like what a lot of people look at airsoft and, and dream of doing, you know? So it's great yeah, that you put I'm, out the content. I'm mm. humbled all the time when I look back at my old videos and stuff like that. Every once in a while, I'll like have a video that pops up in my recommended and I'm like, Hey, that's my video. Look at that. <laughs> Same for me too. <laughs> 
watch my own video exactly. as well. Yeah. Well, it's it's kind of nice to see like the progression of my videos oh, through yeah. time, see like what I came from. But yeah, I definitely to get back to what I was saying, I definitely think that airsoft youtubers in general have attributed so much to the growth of airsoft oh, yeah. it's ridiculous highly agree like mm. nothing before airsoft youtube gave airsoft the jump that youtube airsoft has given the sport mm -hmm. it, it would be i would say um from video game like highlight reels and stuff mm -hmm. yeah and then all of a sudden you tr slowly transition into you know like in your youtube recommendation you get into like baw jumps and stuff like yeah. that in, in facebook right all of a sudden then you get into like you know dayton's videos jet desert fox's or, videos like yeah, it just slowly say, cascades into it i should it. say like social media for airsoft yeah. in general yeah. like mm -hmm. facebook youtube well it's connected everyone right yeah. i mean yeah. i feel like that's definitely the main thing that social media has really done and airsoft being such a niche thing and other airsofters finding out that they're not alone and there are other people in their community and mm -hmm. stuff like yeah. that. And, you know, so, you know, a lot of people come from a lot of different backgrounds in airsoft, mm -hmm. you know, and that's what of the, one of the things that I love most about it is just being able to come together. And it's like, you know, there are a lot of people out here that I likely wouldn't either kind of mix with or mingle or even have the chance to meet them just mm -hmm. because our circles are different and for us to have this thing in, uh, in, in common, common you yeah. know is just yeah so I, I do enjoy that actually one of the coolest things uh, every once in a while I'll get a message from somebody that says like hey thanks for getting me into the sport and stuff like that and I'll, I'll look into the people who like message and it's really cool because a lot of the times we think of like a city like this Vancouver mm -hmm. where everyone's driving from Vancouver out here to play airsoft and join together what I found is like when you think about places like the U.S. especially, it's such a widespread out area of people mm -hmm. that most people didn't even think to look up, oh, where's there an airsoft field near right. me? And after yeah, watching yeah. the videos or on Facebook or wherever they are, they think to themselves, oh, let's look up and see where there's a field. Oh, it's an hour away. I'm going to go and play it. Like that's yeah, it's, and then it's their really networks cool. open up after that. It mm -hmm. just yeah. takes that one seed to plant it on someone and be like, "Oh, this is a cool sport. This is a cool thing. This is a cool hobby." Yeah, yeah well, definitely. and then all of a sudden definitely. they're like, "Okay, where's the closest thing?" And then, bam, well, you know, and, marketing. And the, and the thing, the thing with us four as well it, that we all have in common right there is the fact that we have mm -hmm. used airsoft as a reason for us to travel elsewhere. Mm -hmm. You know, I've played at other fields across the border, down south. You know, you've I'm sure have played um, numerous places yeah. that. <laughs> Yeah. We've all watched and everything like yeah. that, you know. Like um, my favorite one is when you were playing like uh, the insurgent. Um, was it the oh. insurgency one? And you were throwing all the pea grenades out the, out uh, the little oh, hole in the wall. That was a good oh, yeah. one. Yeah. That, that was what that, that was. Wilson West, yeah, that was yeah. still top five best airsoft days of all time. Oh, was, yeah. okay, perfect. Because I'm yeah. good. That's coming right now. Then I'm gonna. Ask you. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my question to you. Is just like you know, you have been putting out a lot of constant airsoft content. Mm -hmm. You've gone, you know quite a few places and everything like that yeah. so if, if you could list off your top five just because like, yeah i if guess you... in no in no particular order because it's like how do you how do you choose the best of the best mm -hmm. like you, I, I would say my top five favorite places and games that i played uh most recently was the uh, Balahack zombie event. That oh, one was absolutely crazy. Nice. It's a good team nice. to Halloween too. Eh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So cool. That if you guys haven't cool. watched the video or the people at I home have, haven't I, watched yeah, the video, I've watched multiple angles. I That's think great. I have a three-part series of it and it's yep. so Sweet. cool. People are playing as zombies, just getting killed. Mm -hmm. People are playing as survivors and then you switch back and forth. It was ridiculous. I definitely like that field just because a lot of the people take it so seriously. Yeah. Like Even to the fact that I know that uh, a lot of the events don't even have actual airsofters in Involved. They're just mm -hmm. people who want to role play. Yeah, and have they just fun, want to be part of it, which yeah. is so cool to have something. Well, like usually that. what he does is if you go there just for like to be to, for the role play, mm -hmm. you get a free entry the next time you want to come. 
Well, so, that's, uh, a, that's a genius that's, idea. That's yeah. a smart idea. That's cool. I, like um, that. I would say another really good one was in the Netherlands. I got to play it an abandoned, shut down prison. <laughs> that was <laughs> <in> the <laughs> museum. That, is that cool. was crazy. That was some of the craziest CQB I've ever done. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, the Milsom West at uh, mm-hmm. uh, what was that one Seattle. called? Seattle. Uh, not Seattle, uh, Washington. In, yeah, it was at the the closed down Air Force Base. Oh, I that's, um, that's Southern California. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's in SoCal. Yeah, uh, I that's can't Victorville, remember. isn't it? Yeah, just outside yeah. of Victorville. I can't remember exactly what the place is called or the game is called. The, but the event it's, yeah, it's the probably event. an insurgency one. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Three days, I got so many kills up in that ceiling. <laughs> it was ridiculous. Yeah, if you guys that haven't was, seen, watch oh, that. Yeah, that, that video was one of the good, few though. videos where I've had to edit out kills because I'm like, oh, that's just a... I just shot that's a guy. That's just boring. I just killed someone. It's like, I got to cut the video down. Let's take out some of the kills. Um... And what am I on? Like number four, uh, <laughs> playing in the UK. Yeah. CQB yeah. at the UK. They were not ready for fast mode. So oh, that <laughs> yeah. was true. Actually, yeah. that's the one where you got called aggressive. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. That Wait, that, that's yeah. when the ref came I up and be like, "There's no full autoing here." I was playing so respectably too. Yeah, as soon as one guy got mad at me, I was like, "Okay, clearly they're not no." No, you they know, don't take it like I, as in. Yeah, I don't want to like get people <laughs> mad at me for calling them out, but like they were just not ready for someone to be fast. I, I don't care about being tired. I want to get kills. Yeah. So I'm running back and forth and back and forth. So Canadians are fast. Well, yeah. I guess also when you played there, were you playing with the lower jewel guns and everything like yeah, that? Yeah, it's all. It, I I didn't okay. bring guns with me that trip, yeah, so I was using Kelly's. That was, uh, I don't know for I, sure. Well, I think it's below 340 or 350 it's or something like that. Yeah, I played a, the entire day. I got shot the most out of anybody on that field that yeah. day. And I, I when, looked like when I When your levels on, are that, you're scared at that level. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Imagine true, that, true, right? True. Like, so for me hopping in, I was like... Yeah. <laughs> you're like, you're used to it. I go 400 on CQB. Let's go. to our field and getting pelted by guys who like to have it right at like 419 or 400. It's like, I will take 350 below. TTT. Tim shot me in the dick with a point blank. I took. I have. I've had it. I've had the worst shot you can take. Yep. Five hundred FPS DMR to the tip of the PP. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. There was Go watch that guy's video. Point. Shot right in the dick. No, no, rest no, in peace. no. That was. Oh. Um, I think that's. I think that's about it. I'm sure there are a lot more really cool places. Like I've played Austria, Germany, mm-hmm. UK. Like oh the yeah, that snow like, map that you did with uh, uh, with Christoph mm-hmm. over there. Yeah, was that, that was Border a really Wars? cool. Was that Bo- uh, Operation Beer Can. Okay. I think it was Operation Beer Can. That's, hey, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just I've I, I've really had the honor of playing at a lot of cool places. Yeah, yeah. And, and this isn't a span of four years. Yeah. And like less than less than like that's actually less really than four years. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. The that's coolest pretty thing cool. is like I look. I, I'm thinking about like the future when I'm able to look back at all these videos that I made and mm-hmm. then like, hey, this is a little 20, <laughs> 22 year old Dayton running around Austria, not knowing what the hell he's doing. Like it's it's gonna be really cool to look back on. Yeah. Next. <laughs> <laughs> it's an interesting resume overall. Yeah, um, no, that's actually really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, well, I mean, okay, so, like, going into uh, your content build there, right, just mm-hmm. because of the airsoft and stuff like that. So, primarily, obviously, um, you've made a lot of, like, the sniper, like, scope cam videos and stuff yep. like that. I, I do love when you branch out and you've done all sorts of other mm-hmm. ones. With the Like, you know, I really love how you and Poi really just come, especially you guys being the meme team and stuff. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. always being able to be silly, but, like, you know, 
know, you guys have your we serious never take moments things too, seriously. Yeah. I know you are, um, you've gone to Milsom West events mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And though you're not so much of like a, a NATO faction or the Rush Four faction, you know, a militia that's great for you. you yeah, know? yeah, like amazing I had so insurgency. Much fun like that, militia, was, that, yeah. that is you, you know. And then same with Poi, you know, it's like you can have fun, but you can also like the military side yeah. of it, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Like that's yeah. cool. Um, so from there is like, what is your favorite uh, kind of content to make? Do like, do you enjoy a specific one that like, you know, like, is it um, the school cam ones are really like nice? Because obviously the editing is 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 editing no matter what. You yeah. Do. So so I would say the most fun videos to edit for me are video game videos because I okay. you can just put so many memes in a video game video. It's just yeah. so easy. It's easy. You yeah. don't have to do a lot of work. Um, yeah. They are the quickest to edit and in my opinion the most fun to edit. But mm-hmm. nobody. Watches them. I am so <laughs> proud of yeah. all of my video game videos on the channel, and mm. they get like fifty thousand views, and then that's it. And I'm like, oh, come on, guys. I mean, that's still a lot. So. But, yeah, uh, no, that's still a lot. Yeah, I mean, I mean but yeah. I feel you. I feel you definitely when you see how some of the other videos and stuff like that that are out you, there, you're like, really, <laughs> really. You have to understand, my most viewed video has something like 11, 12 million views, something like that. Mm-hmm. I put four hours into that video. Is that just I, airsoft I, cheater I, videos? I threw, no, it was the pistol sniper. I threw that oh, video together in oh, one you I, I, I remember you shot me in that one. Yeah, you I called me a cheater. Oh, did I? <laughs> yeah, you did. I remember you got him. All right, shut it down. We got him. All right, guys. Take it out. Yeah, yeah. We finally got no, him. That one, that's actually funny. That, that was actually when I started airsoft. <laughs> of course. I think that was my probably like my second weekend playing. And I'm pinned down behind this van and Dayton over here sitting away like a hundred feet with this Mark 23 and he's just like (laughs) (laughs) these guys just start lifting up their hands and I was like (laughs) so I've I've looked back at some of my footage like from earlier on and you know being younger in YouTube I wanted to get views and stuff so Mm. like if there's a cheater I'd put it into the video and title it the cheater and I I look back at them and some of them very blatantly are cheating but I watched back at one of them I don't remember the video and I'd love to find it but it was a kid who was sitting behind a bunker and I shot him once with the sniper and he like sits there with his hands on his ears and I'm like come on this kid's not calling I shoot him again shoot him again shoot him again (laughs) and he doesn't call any of them and then all of a sudden he just starts walking out and sort of I guess this had time to marinade in my mind Mm -hmm. but now that I look back on it that kid was very clearly terrified because there were a million people shooting at him (laughs) and he just didn't want to stand (laughs) up and what did I do I kept shooting (laughs) right at him poor kid I don't know why this guy won't call his head but uh, yeah I oh man a couple a couple times I looked back at videos and been like Damn, those are some good memes in there. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Well, that's why you guys are the meme team. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah you got so much content now; it's insane. I could just like put your videos on like freaking uh, like shuffle mode, yeah, and it's something we, just we pop do up. actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah like, uh, your videos are actually on uh, on the under uh, shop. Oh, in the shop there. Yeah. 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 I think I, I was looking at my analytics like a couple months. Couple months ago, and it was uh, I think like on average we were getting like twenty to thirty million minutes watched per month. Damn, like, that's what a lot of minutes, that's man. What are you people doing? That's a lot of time. That's a lot of people watching. Yeah. Like, are you guys doing homework? Like, <laughs> Jesus. Oh. Yeah, I guess COVID hours kind of you know you increases know the love, view count. I'd love to look at my lifetime like view time, like oh, people watching the channel. Oh yeah, yeah. Because. You could see, like, it must be years, hundreds of years yeah. of, oh, of watch of, time. Like, the amount of time. And yeah, can you yeah, imagine combined. if they put that towards, like, curing cancer or some shit? Like, <laughs> no, we'll just watch this Dayton's video. No, we'll just watch Dayton's video. <laughs> we'll so. just watch this guy not call it. Yeah. 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 
all this manpower and we're watching this guy not cause hits. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, question for you. I, I think you've answered this to me before, but um, when was it that you noticed that uh, like there was a huge increase in your viewership? When, what, wh- where was that in, uh, in in your timeline? The with, pinnacle with airsoft mm. or with YouTube in general, it comes and goes. Yeah. Like I will for three months upload videos and I'll get fifty thousand views, a hundred thousand views per video, and then all of a sudden. No, when did you when you just see it take off and all of a sudden oh, get, like, get the huge traction? Like subscriber wise? Yeah. yeah. What are you at yeah, now? Yeah. Like what are you? Actually, what are you at now? We're a million point. Like, a one million point one hundred and fifty thousand. I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah, it's Jeez. a one point one. Yeah. There you go. You broke the million. I broke the million. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I think once I hit a uh, hundred thousand, it was enough that I could see that there was like a consistent monthly viewership. Mm-hmm. And then once I hit like quarter million, that was like, oh my god, I think I'm making enough that I can stop doing I, regular work. I remember we did that fifteen thousand one, and I thought that yeah. was big. And I'm like, holy cow, you made it to fifteen! And I was like, let's make a special game, and we did. I I and then completely realized that I've lost track of how much people like actually watch my stuff. Yeah. Like back when we had fifteen thousand subscribers, I was like ecstatic. I was impressed. I was yeah. ecstatic too. I'm like, that's impressive. Holy crap! And, and then we 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 did that special game. Yeah, and it's like I I feel I feel really bad with it, but I've totally lost touch with like just like quantifying how much a million people is like <laughs> well that's it, a lot if no, you saw them exactly. in a stadium you guys would really like yeah, you well, would, like what's what's bc placehold uh not even anywhere close 300 yeah, like like no, yeah. not, no, no, not no, even. No, like, like maybe like fifty thousand. Yeah, something mm. like that. Like, maybe a little like, more than that. That's ridiculous. You're like, seeing multiple states. Yeah. Twenty BC places. Exactly. Yeah. Like, well, like <laughs> if you if, if you think about subscriber wise based off of a city, it's like more, almost half the. Imagine you population. sitting at the stadium and be like, yeah. "Hi, I'm entertaining I you." I don't mm. think there's even a million people in Vancouver. Yeah. No, maybe, uh, I'm pretty sure there is. I, I was gonna say maybe that's like half of Vancouver's population. What is that, that's pretty no, not Vancouver? I no, mean, no, no, no. I mean, it depends BC. on what you define, right? Like, mm. are you gonna add the metro Vancouver? Yeah, area yeah, the whole entire area. Vancouver population 675,000 people. There you go. Well, the people who live that's, in that's Vancouver. That's Vancouver. So, so okay, metro, what, what about metro Vancouver? So, Dane, if we put that into like uh terms here, you have all of Vancouver watching you. Yeah, <laughs> twice, twice, twice so over <laughs> metro Vancouver. So, that's west Vancouver, north Vancouver. Uh, Vancouver, East Vancouver, uh, South Van, is that yep, a thing? Yeah, yep, yeah, South Van. Since the Olympics. <laughs> is 2.4 million. There you so go. So I have half of Metro Vancouver. You, you, you got some work like, to do, bud. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you gotta, you gotta <laughs> get that 2 mil now. Yeah, I can work on that, yeah. <laughs> Just gotta get a couple more, you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. But geez, eh? Like, when you think about that, eh? That's like... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you've for yourself, you know, and you should be proud of yourself. And it's, it's been a lot of mm-hmm. it's been a lot of work. It wasn't like oh, I uploaded it or saw a video and now I have a million subscribers. No, 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 no. there's been a lot, a lot of uh, hours, you know, you yes. spent being in there. And that's some of the things that I think people don't realize, you know, especially some of the younger audiences, um, which is going to lead us into our topic today, right? It's yeah. just um, a lot of the kids. One of the most Being popular influence. things that yeah. uh, that happens, right, is that they see your super cool, awesome videos, and then and then that's the first thing they reach for is yeah. it? Is yeah. they get snipers? Right? It's a yeah. sniper, exactly. you know. So I just want to hear from, and we'll get into it today, obviously, because like yeah, it's a great platform, topic, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. especially when you do the things that you can to it and everything. But um, you know, is it something that you start with, like you know, maybe so, for some people, right? But it's. Uh, 
you know, it, to each their own, right? Like, well, yeah, with yeah. your experience now, right? Looking with back, what I know now, would you go back. back and would you actually start out with the sniper rifle first? No, I think this is how, like, for me, I'm thinking well, like is this is this yeah, is well, how is he started. This is yeah. So I I find it really perplexing actually to think about that because a lot of people would not do well starting out with bolt action snipers, mm-hmm. and I would recommend against it completely mm-hmm. because it's. If you're new and you don't know what you're doing, it can be very boring. It can be very frustrating. I have been there, yeah. and I've actually, like, yes, yes, um, I've seen that. But if you have a calling to do it, if that's mm. what you want to do, and mm. that's what you want to play as, and mm. you've played video games as a sniper, and you, like, have a whole plan of what you want to do. You and You sit there all day and watch the same thing yeah, it, that you want to try it out kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. if that's what you want to do. You can do it and have a ton of fun with it, mm. and and you will you will not be sad that you bought a bolt action rifle. But <laughs> if you want buy a bolt action rifle and then you're like, I'm gonna go into airsoft and go run up and like kill people and stuff like that, mm. like I'm I, kicking in the door. Yeah, like, I, no. I play very forwards when I play mm. with a bolt action sniper. But I've played for years and years and years. Like I I feel like I have sort of a better knowledge of like how bolt actions work and mm. what they can do so I can kind of stay alive. And the range distance. Yeah, and range distance, what I what I can do with it, where I can put the BB. But yeah, mm. field of play as well. Yeah, right? yeah like I'm sure your confidence in the field too, knowing where you can hide and stuff I like that actually, must really help. So that, that's a completely different thing. I oh, find okay. I do 10,000 times better on a field that I have no idea okay, all anything right. about. I think it's just because I, I don't have a fear to go to places because mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know. Am I going to get shot there? Let's find out. Maybe it's a great place. Maybe it's a terrible place. Where here, it's like I know all the positions all and the I killings. have places that I like yeah. to go to. You've already ranged all those. Oh, yeah. Seriously. <laughs> yeah. Like, seriously. When uh, Fortress used to be there, mm-hmm. I could sit in Fortress and wouldn't even have to think about it. I would mm-hmm. know, okay, I have to aim two centimeters above this guy. Okay, I need to aim straight at this guy. I need to That's aim the best part is pinpoint accuracy, especially yeah. if you're in your squad. would be like, Dayton, he's over there right on that tree we in had, this corner. We had multiple games where Poe and me are together at like mm-hmm. Fortress there, and he's just like, guy at that tree. And I'm like, okay, pff, dead. So he's like, <laughs> all right, hold on. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll okay, get the next one. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, or Operation Red Dawn, we did yep. that as well. Operation Red Dawn. I got a kill black as night could be, and I got a kill with my bolt-action sniper. No tracer, just shined a flashlight. It was Daniil. Daniil. Daniil shined a flashlight at this window mm-hmm. where he could see in the nods a guy keep peeking out. Mm. And I set up on a, uh, I think it was a stairway. Yep. And I sat up in the stairway. No, 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 it was my... the bunker. It was, was it a little we, bunker? We were in the bunker. He was coming up that, uh, that little house. Remember with yeah, the it door? Was, it was like right on the edge. Anyways, yeah. it, 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 yeah. wh- whatever happened was I, whatever piece I was on, I locked my arm in. Like mm. I put yeah. my arm around, rifle under my hand, so it and could not And then he move. waited for Daniil's call to be like, yeah. he popped his head out. He goes, poof. You just hear silence. And then hit. And then somebody <laughs> yell hit. And no and then, and then everyone's like, oh, and then this is the time when the meme, Kobe. Yeah, we just all screamed Kobe. And it was, that was, that, that was, was, that was impressive. That, that was what we call, uh, what, what do we call that? The uh, one in a million shot, shot, it, shot in the dark or yeah, something? Yeah. It, was, it was definitely a one in a million shot. Wow. But it was, you could not replicate it if no. we tried. Could no. not replicate it no. if we tried. You could only do that one time. Yeah. And then the rest of the time, it's just like they all went away because they couldn't take our position. Yeah. A lot of good stories from Red Dawn, eh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I posted up a video um, of of that as well as like a thirty minute long or twenty minute long video of mm. of the entire event of what happened, like me leading the entire like like squad there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so go watch that Operation Red Dawn. And that then... was that was also the 
I think I made like a two or three part series. Yeah. That was the longest shot I've ever yeah, made. Yeah, that that, that would be the longest shot from the uh, the fire hall. Yeah, that was an impressive. Uh, like think, with wind and everything. I think honestly, like humble brag, honestly, probably the farthest shot that has been made in airsoft. Seriously, because the the altitude difference just yeah. made it totally. Would it rival Chris's shot? Uh, honestly, like, I don't think you can get much farther than what I was. Okay. I, I honestly, like, just physics-wise, you have the, um, the Magnuson effect, mm -hmm. which is the effect that BBs have ha with backspin mm -hmm. when they're going from a higher altitude to a lower altitude. What you can get it to do is, hey, is the camera on me? Hello, check, check, check. Can nobody speak? Oh, you spoke. Oh, shit, man. Come back over here, camera. How's it going? Okay, so you can, normal BB flies like this, raises a bit, and then drops, right? That's a perfect, the perfect, uh, hop up to it. If you're on an angle from high to low, you get that same angle, it will lift and come out and drop down again. At that angle, you can get it to go so much farther than just shooting straight or shooting up at an angle because it gets that second lift mm -hmm. and comes back up. And it was it honestly like, it was more than 300 yards yep. the shot. Yep. And I was using 0.49 gram BBs. Jesus. I honestly think that when it hit that guy, it was like the tiniest little feather touch. But the guy still called it, and it, oh, it was beautiful. It was well, beautiful. shout out to the guys who call their hits. Yeah, yeah. especially a 300-yard shot. That, that, that's probably that. They don't even feel it. Yeah, yeah. Making point. stories and memories like that, you know, he has, hey, for me too, if I got shot in the dark, I'd, that, that would make a great story too. Yeah. Like a lot of the time, it's like, Ugh. Sometimes I don't know how he got me, but yeah. he did. Yeah. Hey, those I were good no times. I tell just you. happened, but it did. Yeah, I got bamboozled. That was probably our first Milsim together too. That at was, that, time. That, was that was yeah. I think that was my first Milsim. Yeah, was Red Dawn. Yeah, mm. that's impressive. Probably yeah. Simon's first Milsim too. I'm cold. I'm cold. I'm sorry, Simon, if you watch this. <laughs> um, so, oh, uh, another question for you there, though. Uh, so obviously, you know yourself being a airsoft youtuber you must have quite a lot of things besides things that companies have sent you for review wise and everything like that mm -hmm. how many guns would you say you personally own like you know like Bes they, they are besides what they sent me yeah just mm -hmm. not including those like stuff that you've gone out and purchased with yourself or has that stopped <laughs> ever since like, i've only <laughs> ever bought two guns okay cool so I, then i bought yeah. well technically three the mm -hmm. well l96 mm -hmm. i bought the vsr 10 that i still have mm -hmm. that that gun was the first real airsoft gun that i bought that mm -hmm. was like i got it from beardy do you remember that guy did mm -hmm. you ever meet him yeah he uh he sold it to me off of craigslist just happened to be him at the field and <laughs> yeah. i was like oh okay whatever um yeah i got that from him for like 200 bucks and then i bought a mark 23 from zach i think for mm. like 150 bucks so in total i've spent under 500 dollars on airsoft and just by pure luck like youtube started taking off and then everyone was like hey, take this <laughs> I'm not gonna say no. So. Yeah, no, 100. Yeah, but hey, now, that's work though. That's work. Yeah. No, that's, that's not that's he, not getting free stuff. That's work. Ex well, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you know, he is working. I understand mm -hmm. that. I'm just saying that like, he's obviously had the opportunity to play with you know quite a bit of toys. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, okay. Poi here, okay, is the real bee's knees when it comes yeah. to airsoft. Poi's People have no idea about it too because it's just like you know, like Poi. When you let them, like you know, look into yeah. your trailer, when you get to see cans level. Like, you can I, talk to Poi. We should definitely combine our collections because I have. Well, go watch I that have, like the Poi's airsoft tour of his. Oh, the meme team tour. It needs to be updated, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, to answer your question, I have I would say twenty to twenty-five that I keep in my room that I play with on the regular, mm -hmm. uh, and then I have a storage room filled with boxes and boxes and boxes <laughs> of, of, of stuff of that they send. Well, because sometimes they send duplicates mm -hmm. just in case right. something happens. I need to make a video with it, so right. they send two. 
Um, and then a lot of times they'll, like if I do a video, I'll say, you know, you have to pay to get this in the video or let me keep the gun and sell it after and they'll usually send a second one for me to sell afterwards. No? So nice. I think I probably have like 50... 50 to 75 guns, something like that. Nice. So that's, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. And they're all working too because yeah. I play with them for two games and then put them back up on the shelf. And there I'm you just go. thinking that rivals um, USA Airsoft's. Uh, US Airsoft? Yeah. He only has Galil's though. Who wants a freaking Galil? Sorry. I Scott. want a Galil. <laughs> Can you send me some Galil's? looking gun, please. Those, God things, damn. those things are airsoft guns? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Did you never play Black Ops? I mean, I did. I'm just saying. Like, there's why one, is that there's one in my container too. See, I'm an old guy when it comes comes to Galil's, I always think of uh, Counter-Strike Counter Strike, Black Ops. Yeah. That influenced a lot of my airsoft purchases, okay? like <laughs> Yes, 100%. My first guns. <laughs> oh my God, That's why I got into sniping. Yeah. Uh, honestly, the reason why I played sniper so much mm -hmm. was because of Sergeant Reznov in Call of Duty World of War. Most badass Call of Duty character that's ever lived. I freaking uh, love This is that why guy. you love that game. I yeah. still feel like that is the best Call of Duty today. 100%. 100%. World at War was a great... I just, I just dabbled with the... The original movie. Modern Warfare. Uh, that's for me. We can we can talk about Call of Duty. Yeah, we, <laughs> yeah. we can do this on the next episode. Trust me, if we start opening up about Call of Duty, I'm gonna yeah. I'm not gonna stop. I got yeah. a lot of things to say to those oh, guys. Man. We'll, we'll date ourselves real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, it's making me want to go replay the entire series. I'm just saying. Does anyone remember Medal of Honor? <laughs> I do. Warfighter. Oh yeah. Ten uh, years ago. I'll, I'll leave the Call of Duty on this. Call of Duty World at War, by far the best campaign that has ever been in a Call of Duty. Mm. Ten out of ten. Gotcha. Yeah, hands down. Okay. Awesome. Alrighty. Cool. Well then, let's get into the meat of the head. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The before we do that, um, just some formatting stuff. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you're coming into Panther this weekend, make sure you wear your costumes. Oh boy. Like... You know, it's going to be tomorrow. It's going to be fun seeing everybody mm -hmm. in costume. We already had a few people in costumes last week as well. We had that Knights Templar with the Killer, yeah, killer Airsoft. Was, yeah. Go watch that video, by the exactly. way, guys. Killer Airsoft. Uh, yeah. killer, killer Bunny Airsoft. Killer Bunny Airsoft. Yeah. Uh, Knights yeah. Templar. That's hilarious. Uh, his husband cool. dressed up in yeah. full chain mail. Yeah. Freaking, 90 um, pounds. 90 pounds worth. Yeah. That's he heavy. Showed, he showed up last week because he wasn't going to be able to come ah. this week. So hey, but that's good content taste. for this week, though. Hey. We heard night games. Yeah. Night games. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. When you, show, <laughs> yeah. when you show up to night games and uh, you show up as a night shoot wrong game. What era are we in? <laughs> which crusade so is that? Is this? Um, which also, crusade? a good reminder for everybody: do not brandish your airsoft guns out in public, guys. Ah. It is Halloween. Mm -hmm. I understand that you have the urge to show off your kit. But now is not the time, especially at Halloween. Mm -hmm. Halloween's supposed to be fun and games, but not airsoft gear. If You're... there is any time of the year, Halloween is not the time of the year to do your Call of Duty loadout. Yeah. What do you well, mean? Okay. The holiday known for delinquents? And yeah. You're not supposed yeah, to go out in right. camera with a gun? What? Are you telling me that I can't just, like, have a photo of me with my costume and then go out trick-or-treating and, like, you know, say I'm a cowboy, pistols, you know, in the hand, then I'm going out. Leave the pistols at home. Which we shouldn't be right now. But then I go out and the holsters are empty. Or I got Tabasco sauce on there. Tabasco I always, sauce. I always yeah. keep that thing on me. I feel like, okay, for one disclaimer, never ever bring airsoft gear outside or you're, you Unless, just don't, just yeah, don't. Just but don't. that being said, I feel like the only airsoft loadout that you could bring out on Halloween that wouldn't get instantly yourself shot would be a cowboy. I think, or I think, ghillie suit. Or, a or ghillie, ghillie suit. suit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you know, cowboys. I mean, I'd confuse bad. you with a swamp monster, but yes. Mm -hmm. Swamp yeah. monster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
But that being said, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do it. Guys. Please, don't do it. Don't. I mean, we've said it for three weeks now, and it's like, yeah, it's definitely yeah. something that we because. You know what? Yeah, let's. I know we said we weren't going to dive into it, but we'll brush on it. There's been a lot of talk recently on social media platforms about doing this kind of stuff outside of, you know, like recognized fields and everything like that. And, you know, to each their own and everything like that. But you got to remember that, like, it's it only takes one bad apple or a few yeah. bad apples to make the whole thing look terrible. Exactly. And yeah, especially with you know with the with the restrictions and some of the some of the fear that's kind of growing with like you know the worry with with the don't sport. ruin it for the rest of us. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. No, not worry. Yeah. Um, there <clears> is also <throat> special games happening this weekend. It is going to be Spooky CQB. Ooh. At, SQB? Say, say S- it right. Spook QB. Well, what's Spook right? Spook QB. Yeah. Spook QB. Yes. <laughs> there you go. Exactly. Ooh. Just like that. Ooh. So um, what Elliot's saying is uh, they're going to have some fun games at City. So they all decorated it up. And also, just a reminder, do not bring your own pumpkins over here. Um, there yeah. is wildlife here that will eat it, and it mm. also gets messy. So keep it at home. Uh, put it in your compost. Um, we are not the compost here. Yeah, unless yeah. you want an army of rats. Squirrels and raccoons. Yeah. Gnawing at your pumpkin. Just just so a don't. PSA for everybody, right? <laughs> um, other than that, uh, we didn't have much for our previous topics, our previous uh, podcasts. Uh, uh, there was a few people commenting, but other than that, nothing too much. Mm-hmm. Um, we could dive right into the meat of the topic here. Let's do it. Springers, Dayton. You started with one. I did. I, I Why actually, did you start with one? I actually yeah. think it's my specialty. Um, so yeah, I, I, I spend enough time working on them. Man. Actually, actually, let me let me quote you this one. So you started for for some people, they start with a Springer, like a pistol, one, mm-hmm. right, and then end up going back to a Springer later on. You know, with an average or you yep. know much more expensive rifle. Why is it that like you know that spectrum starts there and then starts at the high end afterwards? So I, think, I think it all comes from simplicity. So when you start out in your backyard with your buds, you want to shoot at each other with something that... That's cheap. That's cheap. Yeah. And it's a little bit more serious than playing Nerf. You can actually shoot people at a distance and, you know, it'll hurt a little bit more than, than, you know, just regular Nerf. And I think that leads into why bolt actions and springers are sort of an end game for a lot of people for their prized possession sniper rifles and stuff like that yeah is looking at Novrich's gun which is almost like you know a thousand bucks canadian yeah. by the time it comes here right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but i mean well it's a thousand bucks but still yeah for the gun that can outrange anything on the field it's it's pretty good so it is an end but, game yeah but the uh yeah i think the reason why people want that is the simplicity of working on something as simple as a bolt action sniper there's mm-hmm. three moving parts in it and not only is it easy to work on, well, easy to work on, and uh, reliable, it's consistent. Doesn't matter the temperature, doesn't matter the weather. Uh, The first shot is going to be the same as the last shot in the meg. Whereas if you get a gas system, it's going to fluctuate with temperature and season. If you get into electric, you're going to have response issues and different problems with complicated gearboxes. I think that's why those are definitely the end game for a lot of people. So for you, it's just the simplicity part. It is just the rack. Cons- for me, it's the consistency. consistency. Mm. Because a lot of times when you're working at ranges at like 250 plus feet, you want to, if you make the first shot, yeah, that's great. You know, you practice and sight your gun in a lot, you're going to get those shots a lot more than a person who hasn't put the work into their gun. But 
what's important is being able to make a shot and miss. Think about why you missed, be it the gun's tilting, there's wind, you didn't have the range, and then being able to compensate for that in the second shot. And the only way you can do that reliably, uh, reliably is the consistency of your gun. Yeah, and I know you pretty well, and you like to calculate a lot of things in your head. Yeah. And is this why uh, you love snipers? Yeah, I love... Or I, just bolt action in general? I just love the physics of it. And the ah. like. I can think about it you know, like make an estimate on what I think is going to be right and then execute it and see if it's right. And if it's right, hey, hell yeah, I just did a freaking You got awesome, the right formula. <laughs> I just did an awesome thing. If they didn't, okay, tweak it a little bit. Next shot's good. Airsoft science. Airsoft science. Airsoft science. <laughs> there is a lot of airsoft science. There is, yeah, that's yeah. the thing that gets kind of overlooked a lot of times, especially when I try and get into like hop-up d- dynamics, mm-hmm. you know? People are like, what do you mean? I'm like, oh God. There's definitely Do you really levels. want me to unpack this? Well, um, honestly, I'm just the guy that goes, I shoot, target goes down, next target. Mm-hmm. That's that's why I love sniping is because you have that one shot. You have to math it out in your head and figure out what's going on. And mm-hmm. when you're working at 250 plus feet ranges, a little one degree difference in the angle that you're holding your or gun wind. is going to make a change at 250, 300 feet. And that's what I love about it is like you have to be on point. To make those shots and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And I love it. I love it. Yeah, well, I mean, b- consistency, b- like, the same thing. I agree with you there. That is, like, my biggest key when it comes to airsoft and everything. And I think that's why, for me, I've had my brother build me just, like, my, you know, plug and pl- You know, I don't play often as much as mm-hmm. I did when I started anymore. But when I do get the chance, I do, like, because I play HPA. So, yeah. you know, it's real. Oh, I, I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah. We've, we've met on the field. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Yeah, it's like, oh, Dayton's making a video. Better get in it. <laughs> <laughs> better be the airsoft cheater. <laughs> Yeah, just better not call my hits over here. (laughs) Or bunker dating. All those times where he's like, please, no. It's like, yeah, those are those. are. That's when he cuts out the video part. I just cut those bits out. (laughs) (laughs) Exposed. (laughs) Um, Let's talk into physics then and the science. Um, So what makes a great... Like bolt action for you. What what is the formula for you for like building one or okay. you know? So there are three main things that you want to look at. Number one, getting as close to the maximum FPS that your field allows mm-hmm. without going over. Um, number two, practicing with your gun and making sure you know how it works because every single airsoft gun works different. You can get two identical guns out of the box and they will both shoot differently. And number three is just the knowledge of, like, the sniper class, I think, would help you the most. Mm -hmm. Just, like, how to use range to your advantage. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that in a bit. So as far as, like, customization goes, what can you do? to Like, I know when you started off with a VSR-10, you you basically customize that thing to your own. Yeah. And do you recommend that for a lot of people or do you just recommend people just dropping in a thousand bucks right away? What, what would you go? Which path would you go? Uh, Get an average gun or customize your own? It depends. If you customize your own, you can do whatever you want. You can mm-hmm. make it perform how you want, which is really cool, like what I did with my VSR-10 with the yep. gas system. But if you just want something that you know will come out of the box working and you can shoot it and go have a good time, you don't need to have a super upgraded gun. I've played with, I think you're going to show it later, the $80 ASG ASG, one. Mm -hmm. That thing doesn't have incredible range, but I went and played with it and absolutely destroyed people. You just got to change your game style to the gun that you have a lot of the times, but then you can also build the gun that fits your gameplay if you do it custom. So are are we talking end user skills or are we talking the gun? Which one makes it? It's a mix of both. I think 
any good player can pick up a gun and do well with it, mm -hmm. but also you put a really good gun in the hands of a good player and you can uh, multiply their effectiveness exponentially <laughs> on the field. <laughs> mm. So there, there is a lot of customization that you would have to go through if you follow the path of, you know, the hobbyist and a tinker. Yeah, like, I mean, there's, with a bolt-action rifle, a stock one, there's three main things that you can do that will, uh, like, make your day a lot better. So the first one is your, your FPS, making it, like, as fast as you can. So that requires you to upgrade the spring, possibly the piston and spring guide, and the trigger assembly. So you need a trigger assembly that's stronger to hold the piston and the, uh, the spring under that tension and you need a better piston for a better seal. After that, you can upgrade your hop-up, which gives you a more consistent backspin and makes m each shot more and more consistent, which is basically what you're looking for with sniping. And then, I mean, I've had mixed results with the barrels, changing in barrels, but... Because that, that was my first reaction, is just like, longer barrel, better? That's what I thought. It would... So this, it, that's actually a hot topic in the sniper community is do tight bore barrels work better than wide bore barrels? Do longer barrels work better than shorter barrels? The, in my experience, uh, this isn't something that I've scientifically tested, but the length of the barrel, once you get past like six or seven inches, something like that, doesn't make a huge difference. Tight bore and uh, wide bore doesn't make a huge difference. What I've found is you want to eliminate, um, uh, what's it called, turbulence at yeah. the barrel of the gun. Mm -hmm. So there's crazy jet barrels, which are what in my, uh, my VSR-10. Mm -hmm. They have like a little gas release mm -hmm. system at the front, so it's a double barrel. Mm -hmm. And once it gets past the second barrel, it, it, the BB almost works as a plug and expels excess air, and then the BB comes out without suction. So It's like a compensator in a gun then. Yeah, I'll try and, I'll try and explain. So if you have your piston compresses the air, and it shoots the air down the barrel, and it pushes the BB out, right? If your piston, the volume of air in it, is smaller than the volume of air in your barrel, by the time that BB gets to the end, no more air is being put in to push it out. So it's actually suction that's slowing the BB down at the end. Mm -hmm. And not only can that affect the trajectory, like the backspin and where it's touching on the barrel, it can slow the BB down and make it so that you're not shooting as fast as you can and it does some weird things to the bbs so barrel size is not a huge issue for me you just have to calculate volumes between pistons and the barrel this is what i mean about stuff that people don't think about that this you is crazy really i'm learning so much mm -hmm. already well, the, yeah well there's a lot of technical stuff that comes so, into it and like so having a bolt action or a springer is a hobby on its own already. It is, <laughs> it is a full mm. subsection. Mm. I, would, I would argue, I've worked with AEGs and HPA stuff. I would argue getting a bolt-action rifle to perform uh, as well as it can is the toughest science in airsoft. Just because when you're working at those ranges, any small interference in the BB at the gun end is going to affect the BB so much at the target end. Wow. So you want to eliminate as many things that can affect the BB's trajectory at your gun side so that you eliminate them at the target side. Definitely yeah. from like a tinkering perspective, I would say like if uh, anyone was getting into airsoft and wanted to try like a uh, platform to tinker with, Springers would be a really good one just because yep. it like one, right? It, there's less moving parts in that sense. And um, 
the same thing, like, you know, I guess we, we can call it airsoft science, right? It's like with, with the science in, into it, the, like uh, doing the voluming is like one of the basic uh, yeah. math, you know, equations that people can do. You know, some people don't and you can just buy stuff online and stuff like mm -hmm. that. But definitely for people who want to get into it, that's really it, it's really cool. Right. Yeah. Because there's a lot of cool things that you can do. Um, right. Like. You can get into like weight, weighted pistons yeah. at the same at the same time where you can you know lower the barrel length and then also you're increasing the jewels coming out and stuff like that. like yeah so definitely springers there's so a lot of things that you yeah, can what do I'm hearing that. is sometimes when people put upgrades in they just don't formulate a math they just go overkill because this part is like the best or they heard that this is yeah, what yeah. this is what this is it is does the new but in the store so let's buy it there are so many upgrades yeah. now from so many different companies. It's really that, ridiculous. Yeah, it's not It's not as easy as <laughs> this is the most expensive part, so it's going to be the best. So you mean mm -hmm. to tell me you have to experiment yeah. with a lot of parts that come like, in? For example, my VSR-10, the hop-up uh, chamber itself in my VSR-10, I just upgraded it like a couple months ago. I, for the longest time, was just using the stock hop-up chamber with an upgraded bucking and a, you know, like nub that i made myself yep so yep. you don't have to buy the most expensive stuff in the world to get good performance mm -hmm. you just have to put in the time and understand what your gun can do and understand what you can do to your gun to make it perform better you got to do the r d yeah mm -hmm. and if you don't you got to spend the money uh, yeah yeah exactly it's either r d uh, or spend the i money. would go the path of just buying an average gun at that point because <laughs> well, i just it, don't have time it, to it, r d it right sense, so if yeah. you're me go buy something expensive already right pre-built yeah. everything's good to go well i mean right? and that argument comes back in airsoft a lot and stuff like that some of the things we started out with when we first started discussing this stuff you know is to each their own individual Right. Mm -hmm. And then um, so the way me and Poi always phrased it. Right. And everything was um, just uh, your car's broken down. Right. Are you the type that's going to try and fix it yourself or are you going to take it to the mechanic? Exactly. Right? Yeah. And it's the it's same like thing. there are there are two types of people. Mm -hmm. Right. So, you know, ne me and Poi, we take it to the mechanic. <laughs> I think that's a, that's a good way of, uh, of summing up the question of like, is a bolt action a good gun to get for the start? Like mm -hmm. you can't say no or yes. It depends on the person. The person. Well, are you a mechanic? Yeah. Right? yeah. If you're going to be the type of person who's entertained by sitting and taking a couple shots a game, yeah, you're going to have a great time. Watching that one BB fly and hit a guy, the best feeling in the world. Spend six hours, get one kill. Yeah. But that's the thing. Great you gotta, success. Not every game is going to be like one of my videos where you're yeah. getting a million kills. Sometimes, like the past two weeks I've been recording, I got mm -hmm. like two kills in the video. Unfortunately, we don't have a lot of people out. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Just made, yeah sniping. Not target rich environment right no. now. No, I've been a Avoiding him. <laughs> That's, <the secret laughs> That's why. <laughs> Get back in there. It's he like needs I, content. It's like I don't play anymore. Like, yeah. I just gotta start setting up my videos, and then yeah. I'll get then I'll get all the kills I need. <laughs> don't don't ruin the videos of TTT. <laughs> They're all set up. <laughs> They're all scripted. <laughs> just like the show. Yeah. <laughs> um. As, okay. So, do you have anything to add for customizations in guns um, before we hop on to the honestly, next like, just. Take the time and honestly, like, if you don't want to put any money into a gun at all mm -hmm. and you want it to perform better, uh, look at upgrading your hop-up uh, bucking and your nub. Super cheap. Like, mm -hmm. what does a bucking cost? Ten bucks max? De yeah. Depending, like, on what? Yeah, depending on what 10, you get, but, like, literally G&G green buckings or, I Solid guess, buckings. That's, or, that's like, that, yeah. I would say that's like a gateway sort of... Um, Upgrade that you could do for any gun oh, at this point. Never mind. I'm stupid. Bucking and and nub, of course. Yeah, upgrade that. But just use heavier weight BBs. 
Ah, well, that is where, that's where a lot of people do have a misconception too, yeah. where they mm. think that um, like because I'm firing a heavier weight BB, it's not traveling as far, and then that's where I, the really, really I would agree with Dayton. Heavier weight BBs does make a difference. Yeah. Um, when I was using my ASG, is basically like I was using two eights at the very beginning, mm -hmm. and then I moved my way up to like the heavier ones, which is four fives. I'm like, oh, this is way too heavy. It's not even floating anymore. And then you got to find it in between. You got to find, find that research. Zone. So do yeah. you want do you want the physics of it? Go for it. Do you want physics? Yeah, on? no, we okay. got time. Go. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. An object in motion continues in motion unless acted upon by an outside force. Thank All right? you, Newton. You, thank you, Newton. <laughs> so if you have a lightweight BB mm -hmm. and it's traveling through the air, there are three forces, the rest of them are negligible, that are acting on it. Mm -hmm. Acceleration due to gravity. Pulling it down. Mm -hmm. Wind resistance ahead, slowing down because it's pushing through the air. So the drag, and the yeah. third one is possible wind side to side. Right? Okay, variation. Yeah, so yeah. you have three directions that it's moving. Down, slowing down, and moving left and right. Mm -hmm. If you have a light BB, okay, it has a momentum moving forwards. Mm -hmm. And that momentum is slowly being diminished by air resistance, the wind pushing side to side, and gravity pulling it down. Mm -hmm. So you can counteract gravity pulling it down by aiming up, of mm -hmm. course. You can counteract wind by moving your gun left and right. The only thing you can't, you know, attack is mm -hmm. the air resistance stopping it from going forwards. Mm -hmm. If you have a heavier weight BB, mm -hmm. that BB has more inertia, okay? So it has more energy moving forwards. And that means that the air slowing it down will have to act on it longer, mm -hmm. and you have a higher flight time. Acceleration due to gravity is the same, but I don't know if that's... But with the Magnus effect, though, it's, it's, the Magnus it, effect. it's helping it fly. Yeah, from the, the Magnus effect helps everything, but also there's an inertia to its spin. It's yeah. a centripetal force. Mm -hmm. uh, technically, centripetal force isn't a force, but it's a precession. So mm -hmm. precession is the physics sort of terminology for, uh, like, um, what, are they, what are those things? You spin them and they stay standing up. Tops? Uh, kind of tops, yeah. Bait gyroscopes. Gyroscopes. Oh, gyroscopes. So okay. Right. I'm going to leave now. Precession. Beyblades do you, use... Uh, you taking notes? Because I'm not. I'm not nothing's I, going through me right dude, now. Beyblades do I'm use so precession. <laughs> so precession is, uh, is, is, is a physics uh, sort of uh, terminology you use for uh, objects that are spinning. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... Um, for example, a bike. Once you get the bike wheel spinning, it's really easy to stay up because yeah. that inertia is staying upright. It's, it takes a lot less forward. energy to keep well, it going. Yeah, motion, right? it takes yeah. energy to move it side to side. Yeah. So when you have the Magnuson effect keeping it in the air, yeah. the precession keeping the BB straight as it's flying, spinning mm -hmm. straight, I should say, while it's flying, mm -hmm. that means that forces like wind resistance and wind hitting it from the side mm -hmm. have to act on it for longer mm -hmm. for the force that they're applying to be noticeable. Mm -hmm. So the heavier weight BB you use, the more force it's gonna take from wind resistance and wind pushing from the sides for it to slow down or change course. Mm -hmm. But that also means that if you add those forces, like if there's wind and you turn it, with a heavy weight BB, it's gonna travel straighter for longer with those forces that you've added to it than a lightweight BB. Basically, lightweight BB, it takes less force to change its trajectory. Heavyweight BB, it takes more force mm -hmm. and for longer for it to change its trajectory. So. Physics. All so for like the, I guess like the gist of it is if you're playing indoors without any like, out, you know, you know, outside variables like wind and stuff like that, you, definitely. You want to use the BBs. lightest weight you can mm -hmm. so that you can get from your gun to the target as quick as you can. Yeah. And then outdoors, for outdoors. Outdoors with lots of things acting on the BB, outside mm -hmm. forces, you want to use as heavy as you can mm -hmm. 
where you still are getting to the target on time, mm -hmm. and your gun can still shoot that heavyweight because right. you can't just put four nines in a stock gun. Um, you, you can, but I'm just saying. If you buy a house gamer's yeah. rifle, you can. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. But yeah, it's that's what I mean about like airsoft, especially sniping, is all just physics. Mm -hmm. Like it's all. That's why I love it. I've always so, loved physics. Uh, yeah, hit that like button if you guys are physics majors. Yeah. Yeah. So well, well, de definitely to play on the part about the heavyweights too, just from my perspective too, is that it's the easiest like. When we talk about, I guess, upgrading with sniper rifles and stuff like that, and just like the Springer platform, even all platforms, we'll just, right? um, just well, understanding well, that specifically science. with Springers, just because looking at it also from like a money stand standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. You're not shooting as much, right, with mm -hmm. the Springer, right? You can't. Not, it can be you, economical. You, you, well, you, exactly. You're not going to be going through 300 rounds. You can, but you're not going to be going through 300 rounds in one round. Yeah. And if you are, like, you must be hopefully getting kills. Either you get a lot of kills, <laughs> or you got to work on yeah. something. <laughs> so. Um, and with that case, um, like some of the, you know, I guess the price differences in a heavyweight bag is between ten to twenty dollars. I think it's so expensive. Yeah. yeah, but but even even then though, just doing that because you're already going to be spending the money kind of thing. That's an easy upgrade just to you know test yeah. the limits. And in my see. opinion, I think it evens out. I think yeah. you're shooting less and it's more expensive. It, exactly, and yeah. like I find when I uh, switched over to a lot heavier weight BBs and stuff like that. Um, I was shooting a lot less because I was actually more confident in the fact that my and shot was... And you were was, hitting the target. Uh, exactly. I was, <laughs> yeah. I was hitting the target. The target was feeling the shot as well. So there was a lot of different plays to it. And I guess it um, comes down to the fact that we play at an outdoor field. I know mm -hmm. that a lot of the airsoft content, and which is where you kind of differ from, is that you play at, at an outdoor uh, field a lot of the time, while a lot of airsoft content online is mostly... Uh, CQB yeah. indoor events and stuff like that. Yeah. So like, uh, there you know, there's definitely that mm -hmm. big difference with that too. Well, it's the close quarters. That's where a lot of the fights come from too, right? Yes. Like it's it's when you're in such a confined area shooting such high pace, mm -hmm. right? Because that's what I find with the indoor CQB and stuff like that. Very high pace, mm -hmm. very high rate of fire. Very. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, also, I mean, like in CQB, every target you're shooting is within, you know, like you can throw arm's a distance. You throw a deer ball. Yeah, yeah you can literally bang bang yeah. everyone. In the in, room. You're playing outdoors here. You got a problem with a guy. You're 300 feet away. Hey, screw hey, you, buddy. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, in CQB, you're right there. So if you get heated or mad at somebody, you, you know, do. you have that chance to be like, okay, you're six feet away. It's the I'll verbal yelling that's more scary than the BBs itself. Yeah. <laughs> he burned my patch. Cool, cool. So weight of the BB yeah. makes a difference as yeah. well. That's probably the first thing people want to go into, I'm guessing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because that, that's what I found when I when I started using my sniper rifle. I'm like, wow, weight does make a difference. Yes. Mm -hmm. Weight and the thing that gives the backspin to the BB, the bucking. Those bucking. are the two first things you mm -hmm. should do with a bolt action. Sniper. When sometimes people get surprised too that um, uh, some manufacturers, right, they stock give you twos and stuff like that, and, 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 you, and you play with box, it, right, yeah. and it sucks, and like you're like, oh, this is crap. And <laughs> sometimes all you have to do is go and buy like. Three sixes, three twos, yeah. or you know, four fives. Available at the armor. Actually, yeah, as you say, even <laughs> just you, two bro. fives, and you'll end up seeing that your gun actually shoots a really yeah. decent, you know, range. Well, yeah, especially because yeah, when you're using those stock twos, is especially right. It's that base weight where you we just went into the science of it. Mm -hmm. You have all three of those forces. Uh, Acting on that, BB. everything is there to make you fail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Not, everything. it's not working yeah. out. The gun is not to blame. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah, yeah. Like, Outdoors, science, 
does not work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, hundred um, percent. I don't know with the lower springers it would. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess so. Yeah. So um, one other question I have too, when it comes to the customization, like mm -hmm. of the Springer platform, I guess sort of ties more into like your sort of YouTube kind of thing is. Um, uh, I've seen, you know, like your fully loaded sniper and stuff like that with like all your camera equipment and stuff yeah. like that. Do you have like suggestions for people who are wanting, because obviously, you know, there's a lot of people who are get, wanting to get into, you know, the YouTube kind of thing and stuff like that. Is there mm -hmm. like, uh, you, and obviously you must have gone through a bunch of camera equipment. I, oh, I can't imagine. I, I, I've seen the videos too, you know, like. Of going through all the GoPros and stuff like that. I just you... went through another camera last weekend, actually. So, is there like uh, a go-to kind of uh, list now that you have, or is there like suggestions that you have for people yes. who want to so, customize their guns for um, that uh, kind of thing? For recording specifically? Yeah. Um, if you're playing just drop-ins, uh, you don't need to worry about battery packs and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I have the GoPro Hero 7 Black. And I can use one battery in that thing for basically two drop-in games. Okay. So I bring a spare that's battery. A, that's about 30 minutes each, isn't 30 it, minutes for a game? Each, yeah. yeah. That's so, not bad. That's no, not bad. it's not bad at all. So I bring two batteries, and that gets me and game. Is, is that on a constant record, though? Or is that like a... Well, I'm playing constant okay. record. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so two batteries, I can get three games and TTT mm -hmm. is usually what we do. Um, then my reverse cam, I just use a Hero 4 Session, mm -hmm. I think, there. Yeah, it square has, ones. Yeah, yeah. It has an internal battery. Mm -hmm. uh, you can charge it while you're recording, mm -hmm. but I find the battery on those things last a long time. Okay. Um, and then the scope cam that I was using for a long time was the Foxier Fox Legend Ear. 2 Plus, I think it was. Oh, uh, yeah. I've used that one before. Super, super, super cool. nice. Yeah. Better than a handy cam, it's, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> all, it's all contained, which is why I loved it. The battery mm. was inside, like the session. You mm. charge it overnight, and then yeah. I could record for the entire day, and it was fine. Super simple rail attachment. Yeah, just yeah it's it like right a on. Picatinny rail yeah, mount, it and it just slides it in. It's beautiful. Mm. Um, but yeah, brain I would Explorer recommend... Yeah, I'd recommend if you're looking to record, uh, the order that you should get them in is important. Head cam mm. first, okay. followed by scope cam, okay. followed by reverse cam, and then whatever you want to add after that. Yeah, uh, 360 cam. 360 cam coming yeah. into popularity now. I I don't know. I don't like. Are, it. are you it's thinking not, about doing not that? I'm yet. not gonna lie. Um, from I guess it, it depends on the play style. I think like for some of the guys who use it that I mm -hmm. see it with, like I guess 360 cams were great on CQB. Uh, well, yes and uh, yes and no. I guess like specifically like because uh, you know why kicking Mustang for instance. Like I think it works for his style just because he's always like trying to play the environment. That is think. true. No, I get right? that. You're, you go wide. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know for kicking Mustang, but I talked to the other airsoft boys quite a bit, mm -hmm. and I don't oh, know nice. about Tom, but I know everybody else. Freaking hates the 360 over the shoulder camera. Well, well you just look it silly. Gets, okay. It looks well, silly. Yeah. It gets stuck on everything. <laughs> so, I don't mind a third person point of view. That's why yeah. I got the uh, yeah. uh, what what is it called the the DJI uh, Osmo. Osmo. The yeah. like, uh, like gimbal, gimbal yeah. the gimbal stabilized okay. camera. Yeah, it's yeah. really tiny. Yeah. It can fit on your hands, and then the camera's that small, and then you basically just like yeah, oh, you I just think run I've around seen with it. it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen um, a couple guys. We bought we bought that for doing third person, mm -hmm. and then Jack stopped coming and recording. So that <laughs> 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 just sits in my room now. <laughs> well, de yeah, no, de okay. Well, those are you know really great suggestions. Yeah. You know, so to sum that up, head cam first, scope cam next, reverse cam. Okay. GoPro, whatever you want, mm -hmm. whatever you can get. Foxier or run cam for the zoom cam and okay. then reverse cam, whatever you can get. Yeah. 
Brain Exploder uses, already has yeah. like a, a setup that you could buy already. So. Yeah, I believe he's got that uh, special. Yeah, he has everything. He has everything YouTubers yeah. need. Yeah. Just yeah. go go check out Brain Exploder. Yeah, the he's got everything. Explodey uh, Brain guy. Yeah, yeah. Dual cam yeah. Pack box. Kind yeah, of. yeah. yeah. Exactly. So it's two okay. Fox Sears or yeah. uh, run cams. One running, one you so know, I guess face, the, and then one running. Next the question that I guess might get asked by people, at least for my perspective, is scopes on springers ah get into the accessories okay yeah do so, you use one and why i just uh two weekends ago played a game of airsoft with is that needed yeah. I, uh, is it needed yeah so i don't know i just like holding guns I mean, <laughs> no i mean scopes uh yeah 100 percent. i think i i thought this in paintball as well actually um <clears> so I, two weekends ago, played a game with a Car 98 upgraded by Sweat Airsoft. Mm. This thing shoots 300 feet, no problem. Whew. Beautiful gun, and okay. it's a Springer. And oh, impressive. Okay. It only has iron sights. <laughs> and I got two kills with it the entire Would it help? day. Would it help if you have the scope? If I had a scope, yes. Yes, it would help. I'm not sure if you can tell. I wear glasses. Yeah. I am blind. <laughs> it wouldn't have changed the war, but it would have changed his... Uh, it wouldn't have changed the war, but it would have changed the battle. <laughs> so I know the gun shot super straight and super far, but outside of 100 feet out of the gun, I couldn't see what the BBs are doing. Yeah. And that's the same, even if you do have good vision, I feel like it's the same thing, especially playing in a forest where mm -hmm. the light's changing all the time. Yeah. With a scope, just being able to see like what I was talking about earlier, where uh, small things with your gun can change the trajectory of the BB when you're out 250 feet. Mm -hmm. Out of my gun, at 100 feet, yeah, it looks like the BB's going great, man. It's flying straight. It's pretty quick, too. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, I'm but, hitting that guy. Yeah, but then 150 feet out, oh, I held my gun at, like, I'm not even joking. Like, if you hold your gun like this, mm -hmm. and then you tilt it, like, one degree. Yeah. At 300 feet, that is a six-foot difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. an exact in, science in to your madness, isn't there? Yeah. Oh, there is, 100%. Yes. Um, so what, what are you looking for when it comes to, like, a scope, scope accessory? Like, so if I'm looking for a scope, mm -hmm. number one, I like it to be adjustable. So I like to be able to go down to very minimal zoom and then up to so higher zoom. So you're looking at a variable zoom. So you're actually functionally using a scope oh, all the time. Okay. All the time all right. I'm changing it. Um, are you using the guides on the scope itself? So... Yeah. Is that important for you? Like, like the, the mill dots? dots? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. The so field gauge and everything like that. Yeah. Right? I shoot at zero magnification. So okay. I keep, I think the default of the one that it's I four. have is four, four, yeah. four by 12, I think. Mm. Um, and that's usually what I sight the guns hop up and everything, or sight the sight to the hop up. That's, okay. by the way, a little quick thing. You should never sight your hop up <laughs> to your scope. Sight your scope to Why your hop up. Why am I shooting left? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but... So when I look for a scope, there's really only two things that I look for. Number one is I don't want it to be super, super heavy because okay. you're going to be running around with it all day, of course. But number two is the eye relief. So I like one. This one you have to be really close up to. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't know. It's, it's getting a little close to the face ah. when, when you're running the action and stuff. So yeah. the scopes that I have, I can have sit up quite far. And the mm. eye relief's about right there. So I mean, like, you can mm. launch rounds and stuff and not have to worry about smacking yourself in the face which i've done multiple times okay yep. i've seen you do it scope so are too close then i guess then uh, the next part question for that then is because you know with airsoft you know a lot of people do get into real steel mm -hmm. and all that flexing stuff do you own or would you ever put 
real scope on your airsoft gun. Is it even needed I mean, yeah, to begin with? Is it with? even needed? No, it's overkill. Yeah. So when you're talking about real steel scopes or airsoft scopes, the only difference is their reaction to impact. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't or mean vibration. impact of dropping it. That means right. impact of the recoil. Because mm -hmm. when you shoot a gun, it is... There's an explosion happening and all my you know, fake scope, all of a sudden the, 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 the yeah. crosshairs are backwards or <laughs> sideways so now. flipped. <laughs> yeah, so with airsoft, you can put an airsoft scope on a real steel scope, and mm. for your first shot, second shot, third shot, yeah, they might be sighted in. After prolonged use, you're not going to be shooting on target anymore. Mm -hmm. If you put a real steel sight on an airsoft gun, overkill, you're, you're dumb because mm -hmm. you just spent way more money than you need to. <laughs> Nobody's going to care. Mm -hmm. And What do you mean, man? You want to go this $500 <laughs> <laughs> scope? Oh you would God. be surprised how little I care. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Look at this real tragicon, man. The no, it's number one, it doesn't give you any advantage mm -hmm. to an airsoft scope. It's mm -hmm. the same technology, it's just a little less robustly made. Mm -hmm. And when you break it, you're going to feel really bad yeah, <laughs> that you broke a very expensive scope. Yep. So, all the scopes that I, I have, two real steel scopes that got sent to me that I use for, mm -hmm. uh, for my guns, but. I would never invest in a real steel scope for airsoft. No, there's it's, no, it, no point. it's exactly the same as your replica ones, right? Yeah, but the, just minus the tolerance for you know for impacts of impacts, shooting. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. it's the exact same. Anybody who tells you different, slap them in the face. It's, <laughs> Roger that. Talking out of their ass. I'll point them out to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, what other accessories um, would you consider? Cup holder. Cup. <laughs> Always a cup holder. Which I know can, you sell one uh, at your store. www.housegamers.ca. <laughs> okay, all right, there you go. Yeah. Um, no, I mean, no, because you can't you can't put on canted sights because as soon as you tilt the gun, you're not shooting it anymore. It, yeah. So um, something like this. What would you consider like a good add-on other than the scope? Okay, of course the scope. I have a mount up here. I don't know if the camera can see it to put my scope cam. Um, for airsoft guns. I like to put suppressors on them, especially if they're a gas sniper, like me have a ESR-10. Mm -hmm. But for this gun, it does make a little bit of a difference. This one in particular, um, it doesn't make a huge difference because the only reason I put it on was because the inner barrel sticks out a little bit. Cute. But, classic. Um, classic. Thanks, yeah. average. So suppressors, yes, they help. No, they don't help. It's it's arguable. There's, there's small differences. So if, if it has proper baffles and everything at the front, does it still suppress the sound well, from a I distance? Mean, or it's already quiet enough. You're stopping, you're stopping the sound of the air escaping fast and it mm. sort of diffuses the movement of air so yeah it's a little quieter it, i'm sure it makes the piston a little quieter because you're covering up the hole where it's exposed Negli negligible differences unless it's a gas system so yeah there's the barrel sticking out of it the suppressor covers most of it but ah. it does help it does okay help. gotcha but uh yeah i would say ah. suppressors if it's a gas system are definitely something you should think in think about if it's in a spring system eh, it'll help a little bit i wouldn't worry about it um it, it really depends, I think, on a spring system because it comes down back down to the science of it about voluming yeah. your barrel and stuff yeah. like that. Because I know that when people get into the whole over-voluming factor, then, like, yeah, you might, the suppressor will help a little bit and stuff like that. And even guys who, like, volume it properly, as soon as you throw the suppressor on there, then you're not hearing anything other yeah. than the twang. Well, like my, my VSR-10, my gas VSR-10, mm -hmm. I put a Mark 23 suppressor on the end of it. And ser <laughs> seriously, it's, I, I remember that. it's not it's not fair. Yeah. I put the M4 mag adapter onto it. 
with oh, the geez. fast reloading system and a Mark 23 suppressor, it's not it's not even fair. I was impressed. Right? Uh, you were able to suppress people with your sniper rifle. Oh, <laughs> I, that, when I was one of my favorite moments ever playing airsoft, and I felt both very like honored that the guy would say this about me and also i thought it was kind of funny mm. uh we were playing do you remember um ammo depot the old like yes yep. barrels yep. that were yep. set up there i was in there shooting down towards the the cabins that are built now mm -hmm. and there's a guy coming up with a riot shield and he yelled at me because he thought i was using full auto because <laughs> i was shooting so fast <laughs> at him and that was before i put the upgrades on that was just me with the bolt going mm. back and back and hitting them over and over again i was like you thought I was using full auto? That's so kind of you, man. <laughs> like, the distance is so great that he could just send so many yeah, rounds. Yeah. Just hold that trigger down. Yeah. <laughs> Slam fire. But, uh, yeah, I think uh, with snipers, there's not a not a lot of upgrades you want to do. What about Bi um, bipods? Bipods. If you're Are doing you big a, on it? If you're doing a milsim, yeah, sure, why not? But, oh, yeah? <laughs> but yeah. drop and play, you're never going to be set up long enough that your arms are going to get tired enough to warrant you having a bipod, mm -hmm. uh, in my just opinion. Just extra I weight. I think bipods it's just are extra cool. Weight. I like it mm -hmm. on my Oh, gun. they look sick, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. if you're at a milsim and you're sitting in a window for six hours out of the day watching, like, a crossroads, yeah, get a bipod. <laughs> you're going to love it. <laughs> you're going to love it. The thing's your best friend. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. if you're just doing drop and play, it just adds weight. It's just going to get in the way. Gotcha. So you, you, your, your ergonomics is more strip everything down to the essential and to it's light. If you're doing drop and play, that's all you need. You just want the essentials. Yeah, but mm -hmm. holding the Novridge gun itself, this thing's not like... Chunky? Like yes. not light at all. No, it's, yeah. it's, it's not. It's very heavy. Is that the 24 or is that the 10? That is the 8... Uh, the SSG 10 A2. SSG 10. Yeah. So that's the that's What's this the, model that's the bigger again? body and yeah. Yeah, it's, it's the it's the it's a VSR10 like uh, like the regular one. Yeah, it's the VSR10 compatible just, platform. Yeah, yeah, compared to the actual VSR10, like that's not Actually, an actual VSR-10. No, That's the House Gamers Ooh, gun. Oh, on, is this Tell us about this. Is this the final? The <laughs> is final this your final product? model? This is the final uh, pre-production model. We have 10 of them that we're going to be selling. Uh, they're all going to come signed with a thank you letter and a picture of me saying... Hey, thanks. So if you're if you're in this part, guys, you get a little yeah. exclusive from Dayton here. Um, yeah, it's basically I just did what... It's pretty weighty, actually. It's, it's almost the same well, weight as. Uh, so I, I really put SSG a lot 10. of I really put a lot of thought into this. So the SSG10 put a lot of weight into the outer barrel and the stock and stuff like that. I decided that I want to make it as light as possible because I love running around. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I made sure that the stock was strong. This is a nylon stock. This thing can freaking you can wail on this thing and it's not going to break. <laughs> Um, the outer barrel is thick enough that it's not going to bend if you lean it on a window or something like that, mm -hmm. but it's still light. And the most important thing to me was the bolt. So I wanted to make sure Whoa. that it was smooth. That was a pinky yep. that just cocked this gun. <laughs> it is so smooth and the trigger is oh, so Hair. light. Hair. Oh, that's such a good thing because I mean, so many times I've seen young kids that have like, you know, that, that watch your videos yeah. and they come out, they buy some, you know, ASGL 96 or something mm -hmm. like that. The gun is bigger than them and they cannot rack the bolt. They can't yeah. rack the bolt. That's yeah. especially yeah. once you upgrade the guns. Uh, racking the bolt can get hard. This yeah. is a fully upgrade. I mean, you can feel it. It's, 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 well, it's, so this is this is uh, number two because so I, I got to try the prototype yeah, model. And for everyone yeah. out there, it was 
Mm. Yeah, spicy so like it oh. comes comes pre-threaded for suppressors or whatever you want to put on there. There's a rail, of course, but ah. my favorite thing is the. This is really light. Like I like yes. this. Yeah, like, no, it's like really de- light. It definitely is balanced. It's it's well here. balanced when you're yeah. holding it. Mm-hmm. Um, the cylinder itself is just so smooth. Oh, that's that sounds power. That's power. Yeah, oh. and when you, when you put a suppressor on it uh, with the BB. Mm-hmm. Uh, the barrel goes, I'm not sure if you can see, but the barrel goes right to the tip of that gun. Okay, all so right. So it goes, like, as far out as mm. you can go. So what I wanted to do is make sure that happens so that when you put a suppressor on it, mm. the entire length of your suppressor is being used to make it quiet. Okay. Impressive. So, so this is this is all balanced for your needs and yeah, your so requirements. Really so, the, like, yeah, yeah. so this so comes from me, your experience. For me, the biggest thing with sniping, other than functionality of putting the BB far away mm-hmm. is uh, being able to put a follow-up shot. And the way you get that is by the smoothness of the cylinder. Mm-hmm. So this is a Teflon-coated cylinder with a, Ooh, nice. uh, a low friction piston. Mm-hmm. And what that lets you do is when you make that shot, your follow-up shots can just be so fast. Like, it's just so smooth. Like, it's ridiculous. Is that you just wasted $10 yeah, BBs. That's a full auto <laughs> But, uh, yeah, when you have a piston and cylinder that are that smooth, which is what I really wanted, that was the biggest mm. thing for me, was if I, this is a gun that I'm going to want to play with every day, I want to make sure that follow-up is just mm. so smooth. So then, um, obviously, it's going to happen no matter what, and I found from my experience, no matter how much energy oh, yeah. that you put into making a platform for people to just be able to play, mm-hmm. you, I, I feel like for the everyday person, they'll be able to play, but there's going to be some people that are going to probably want to tune it up or do some kind of edit. What mm. is it? Compatible with any other platform? So it's VSR 10 components completely. Mm-hmm. Um, anything you want to put in, you can. I wouldn't recommend it. I mean, there's nothing else you need. Yeah, you, um, you did all the work for them. Yeah, and, and I've, like this has been more than a year in progress, <laughs> like working with parts and stuff like that. I've had so many parts come to my house and just putting them together, figuring out what's work, what works. And this is what I've set up as, I think, the best price and performance-wise. Um, I actually like, for the... F- base model like our first batch mm-hmm. i'm making no money off of them because oh, i've spent okay. so much money on right. like production okay. of it but uh we're we definitely want it to be under 500 canadian for okay so you're thinking about the canadian market when you were yeah. building this yeah okay so because right, which is very important li- yep. literally like this is every single one of them is i'm bringing them to the like they're, they're assembled by me like they're oh oh wow. okay they're my guns. Oh, all right. So you're so, taking the Apple concept, yeah. made in China, but assembled in Canada <laughs> by the one himself. <laughs> but I, I want to do that number one because I want to make sure that the consistency is there. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure that every gun that comes from house gamers is the same. Mm-hmm. So you're, do, same. You're, you're, you're not only assembling it, but you're doing quality control. I'm mm-hmm. doing the quality control personally. And then also the guns are literally being brought to the post office by me. So okay. it, is, <laughs> this is, this is, a it is made with love all the way through. This is house gun. operation, yes. in-house operation. So in-house is, is this something similar that Novrish is doing? So or is he more business-like versus you where you're doing most everything in-house? All I want to do is make a gun that shoots well, and people can just not complain. They can just take it out of the box and go shoot. I've, uh, one of my guns has been used by my friend Hayden, who plays airsoft sniping almost exclusively. Mm-hmm. He's been using it for, 
uh, three months now. Okay. Uh, yeah. Almost, almost like exclusively. Mm -hmm. And just before I gave him his gun, he upgraded a bar 10 with everything you could get. All action army parts, everything you could put into the gun, fully upgraded over a thousand dollars. And hasn't touched he it. had one game with my gun and was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> poor guy. Oh, Can I buy your gun? And then he bought a gun off of me because he was like, go. they're just that good. Well, definitely from my experience playing with it and shooting with it, it was amazing yeah. considering, what was it that um, you had, was it four sixes or four nines that you had? So, oh yeah. So fun fact, this gun out of the box at half hop up can mm -hmm. shoot four nines. Oh, that, yeah. So I, if I, at was, some it, point it, the, it comes out that the, you're shooting point sixes, like somebody makes a point six BB, I'm sure it can still shoot point six. I don't think they'll be able to make point six unless they start using metals but on it. Please uh -huh. don't. Well, please so don't. <laughs> that's, that's important though. Cause the reason why I wanted it to the hop up to have that efficiency with it mm -hmm. isn't just because I wanted people to be able to use whatever weights they want. Mm -hmm. The more you have to push down the hop up to get mm -hmm. that backspin, yeah. you're slowing down the BB more. You're okay. putting more force on the BB. Mm -hmm. If you can just have a more efficient hop up bucking mm -hmm. and be able to get that same backspin for those heavy weights without putting as much pressure on it, mm -hmm. you're saving a lot of energy Okay. The BB. And, you, so. and you're definitely uh, like not wearing out the bucking as much as well. Ex that exactly. So when you have a more efficient bucking, that means you don't have to have as strong of a spring to get mm -hmm. the FPS that you want, which makes oh, it quieter. Okay. You don't need as good of a seal mm -hmm. as you need, which means you can take it apart and put it back together, and it doesn't have to be done in a factory to get the seal mm. that you need. And it makes it quieter. So okay. when you put a suppressor on it, mm. it's quiet. Like it's, okay. it's quiet, quiet. But yeah, I, I love the gun. I put so much work into it. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy with how it's turned out. Is that to be honest 500 with, you. With, uh, with just the gun itself, no scope so and I no think, accessories, right? Yeah, I think we're looking for just under 500 with gun, uh, two mags, and a. That's not oh, bad. Two mags. That's not bad. Two yeah. mags. Oh. Okay. Oh. Are mags compatible with just standard yeah, like yeah, TM or VSR mags? Okay. Uh, I don't know. Well. So don't quote me on that because there are so many different brands and the tolerances and megs definitely yeah it might not be all of them okay um, all right which is understandable because yeah. that is the airsoft market that's unfortunately. what the market is right now. once you get this out into market someone or yourself is mm -hmm. gonna go through that field test and they're gonna let the community know. oh oh mm -hmm. no i guarantee you as soon as this goes for sale somebody's gonna get it and be like my vsr 10 megs didn't fit garbage gun <laughs> <All right. laughs> i was hoping it would go the other way right no, no. Yeah. somebody is yeah. gonna complain Someone's that they're gonna yeah they're one no-name mag that's been sitting on their shelf for 30 yeah, years. The one with the broken fit. feed lid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, doesn't fit in. How dare you? How dare you release a gun and it doesn't <laughs> fit actually, my mag? So you think you are? The mags um, themselves are kind of interesting. We added in a little nub here mm -hmm. uh, at the back of the mag. I'm not sure. Camera probably can't see that. But uh, that's added in uh, to get... A better angle at it. Oh, okay. All right. So it's so, like a little stabilization. Yeah, it's there. a little bit of stabilization, so it's not quite as loose mm -hmm. in the in the mag because mm -hmm. I'm sure anyone who's played with VSR 10 knows that it doesn't matter what gun you have, you're gonna have feeding issues sometimes. I feel like that's. Any I, yeah, gun. I feel like any, it's every every any gun. gun out there. Yeah. Is yeah. feeding problems, you know? It's it's just the way it's, it happens. It's a sphere. It's, yeah, it's, it's part. It's, it's a part sphere. sphere. Yeah. Even with it's, real, even with real steel, it's like always <laughs> feeding issues. Um, but yeah, I've I've really tried my best at working out any problem that I can see coming up with. That's it. awesome. And, I mean, you're gonna have problems that you have with airsoft. Yeah. Yeah, Sears are going to break. Exactly. Pistons are going to break. Mm -hmm. You know, buckings are going to rip. That's what happens. But out of the box, I think this thing's going to be freaking stellar. Well, definitely from my opinion it's going to be a very valuable um thing for to, to be entering the market mm -hmm. just because of the fact that 
everyone who plays Airsoft and all the people that are out there who give out their opinions, I feel like live in some really nice conditions. Mm -hmm. And I'm not saying that, you know, Vancouver is crap, right? <laughs> but um, we go through the four seasons quite often. Yeah. And um, sometimes all, all in one day. We dramatically yeah, go through the four seasons. Exactly, sometimes <laughs> twice in one day, mind you. Yeah. And yeah. so de definitely um, with that, we because we're in such acclimate weather, uh, we're able to d see the, you know, pros and cons mm -hmm. and the, you know, min-maxing of all the systems. So definitely your experience into this platform is very valuable. Yeah. And like I said, I put a lot of time yeah. into aerosol sniping. So I, uh, yeah, I felt like it was time. I felt like it was time. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, Dane's Marks. getting into the market. Exclusive for uh, Folding Table Talk here, guys. Yeah. When are yeah, you going to start um, selling it? We're working on putting together the sales system right now. Um, mm -hmm. What I'd really like to do, my dream was that every single one of these would be coming with either the nylon stock or a wood stock, and right. I wanted it to be a made-in-Canada wood stock. Are, you, oh, that are would... you still going to do, uh, we'll see the prototype here, but um, uh, the hydro dip, are you still so going to go through that? That was that was a prototype that mm -hmm. we made. That was really um, cool. That yeah, was, that, that, that looks pretty was, cool. This was actually our first prototype. That was so So cool. this one, uh, it has the same cylinder and everything. Oh, man, this one's... <laughs> okay, so this is actually a good, uh, good showing of what it looks like broken in. Because uh, this one's been used and abused by dozens of people. Yep. Yep. Um, so this one is the stock one. You can see the, p the cylinder is, is nice and smooth. Like, it's, it's not hard to do. But, I mean, like, when you have it like that, the piston's not going to move. It's, it hasn't been broken in yet. It's out of the box, brand fresh, you know? This one, once you've had time to break it in a little bit and get it working and playing on the field, the piston just gets so smooth. It is freaking beautiful gun. Like, just, yeah, I, can, yeah, yeah. I can't describe to you how nice it is when you have a sniper that can shoot freaking 480, 500 FPS and the, the cylinder still just shoots <laughs> itself down just like that, you know? But yeah, the best thing by far is the, the piston. I, w I wish I had a way of showing how light the trigger is. Like, mm. you can roll up a piece of paper and freaking shoot the gun. Uh, it's not going to fit in the hole. <laughs> I need more props. Boy, where's the props? Uh. Okay, there you go. A little little roll of paper, and it's like, oh, now it's not going to work. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's oh, when they when they get broken. So in. you like the hair triggers then? Well, of you course. Like, you just want stuff to go out once. Of course. <clears throat> yeah. But yeah, that's the the nice thing about the uh, nylon um, stocks is they're super super strong, and you can get them hydro dipped, and it won't all wipe off and look ugly. Cool, cool. So when when are we expecting this? Um, I'm hoping that we can get uh, at least the pre-production, uh, like the prototypes that we have, uh, sold for Christmas, if not Christmas, uh, beginning next year. Okay. All right. So. Well, I'm I'm definitely excited to see this yeah. because. Uh, you know, having to play the prototype, I definitely like would like to have my own. Yeah, don't it's worry, just, we're gonna get our hands. It's on. just gonna be sick to have a gun that people can just pick up and go play with, and, and that like works. See that works. what it's like to play as a sniper and get yeah. a kill at a long range. Like it's it, it, there's a part of me that doesn't want to put it out there because like right now I'm pretty now sure everyone's gonna go against you. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I have the best sniper rifle at Panther Airsoft. You do. So let's be I honest here. Wanna, you do. I don't want to give out that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I feel that. I feel like you just opened a floodgate. You're definitely going to. I'm going to blame him for you know starting next year. All the kids have their you know yeah. house gamer sniper rifle and everybody has oh, one. Little yeah. does everyone know because thanks to you assembling these, he's handicapping every single one. Every single one of them has some yeah. sort of errors. Yeah. No. <laughs> when, when he says quality control, it's really. Uh, 
quality limiting. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure he doesn't get I'm outsniped. Putting a governor on each one. Handicap. Yeah. No, I uh, I think the only thing that's going to be a competitor to those guns once they're out on the field is just the my VS, my gas VSR 10. Okay. Just because of the follow-up shots. Mm -hmm. I think uh, you, I basically maxed out range with that gun. So... All that's going to change. Well, is so the definitely, speed you're going to make the sniper's dream. Just because, obviously, you know, especially with the sniper platform, mm -hmm. with that mentality that you get into. Because I, I know when I played with one of my friends' snipers the first time, yeah, I got disappointed the yeah. very first time. I remember that. It's just like you shoot it and it shot like not. I, I'm pretty sure it shot shorter than the stock AEGs available for rental. Yeah. And so definitely to have something like this to be able to actually kind of uh, immerse yourself into that role that definitely cool it is it is really cool and that's why i still do it because i freaking love sniping well there you go you I have a true it. sniper yeah. here guys i love it yeah because uh, i'm telling you right now there's a lot of faux snipers out there faux well, I mean, okay. <laughs> okay well i mean if you're gonna unpack that can of worms i mean you really get into it though right because what is a sniper yeah like in your opinion, in your opinion, what is what is a sniper for you? Because in, in real world, it's different from what we do here. So I think in airsoft, unless you're playing at a milsim, there aren't any snipers on the field. I think they're just marksmen. I mean, okay. just uh -huh. someone uh -huh. with a more accurate. I think I think the main thing that separates what would be considered a sniper in airsoft is really just having the scope on the gun mm -hmm. because a lot of guns can shoot the same distance mm -hmm. unless you've got an upgraded gun. I think the difference is being able to adjust for those long shots and having the scope to see what your BB is doing down range lets you do that. And I think that's what separates a regular player on the field to a marksman or sniper is being able to adjust for the second shot. So in real life, a sniper is someone who's given a target has to you know, complete that mission, whatever it is, taking out a target or Most of the time, they're doing recon work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. recon work. Most of the time, they're not even shooting. It's just yeah. the movies that have made it seem like that. Yeah, yeah. 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 because so, they have a high-precision rifle. I mean, that means do, that they're going to take out an HVT. Wrong, right? They do take. Yeah, they do take. High-value targets HVT or, out. you know, precision shots and stuff like that. But, yeah, yeah it's, it's definitely a, re you know, it's a vital role. Like, especially when you're talking, like, in a Milsim aspect, mm -hmm. too, right? Like, you know, I've gone to my Milsims where definitely, like, if we didn't have that recon element to give us that added, you know, bit of intel, yeah. like, you know, it can it, it can change. Or even, like, like, at Red Dawn, when I was on top of that building, having someone who can be up there to give, you know, call It's, it's the call-outs that were the most important. Yeah. Like, yeah. when I was down there, I see nothing in my fog of war. <laughs> When yeah. he's on top, he can see troop movements and stuff, and I'll pass it along. Yeah. So that's that's the usefulness of a, mm -hmm. someone you know who's a sniper and recon at the same time. Who take yeah. it to that like yeah. take that role right to the. But you've also done HVT work, like um, high value yeah. target takedowns, mm -hmm. which so is hella fun. It, high, the the takedowns and stuff like that, where you're like, okay, find where the commander is, take him out, take a picture of his dead body. <laughs> that's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's, that's where I will say, like, Milsims, definitely there are sniper roles. Mm -hmm. You can have a team that has to go do an objective, uh, surveil a place, or take out a target. 100%, that is yeah, a sniper Yeah, so when role. you're doing recce work, yeah, yeah, you're going to have an attached sniper. But what you don't see is an entire platoon of snipers. Yes. That's the difference. So with drop-in, uh, I would say there are really no snipers. There are marksmen. There mm -hmm. are people with scopes that can accurately shoot you in one shot, yes, but they're not being a sniper out on the field where it's like, okay, I have to take out this guy because it's just not in the game. It's mm -hmm. just not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. 
So you're just looking for accuracy at that point yeah. and precision shooting. Well, not not even accuracy, just being able to see what the BB does downrange. Mm-hmm. Because once you leave 150 feet, your eye line, yeah, that's it's when... it's really hard to see. Not, not only is it hard to see, but that's when the effects on the BB are exaggerated the most. Yeah, the variables yeah. Can, can magnify. And yeah. yeah. Definitely. Uh, yeah, and uh, when you... And speaking of that, too, exactly, when a lot of people talk about consistency and our hop and all that other stuff mm-hmm. too. A lot of the time, if they're playing in an indoor situation, that's probably the max open space you would have, I think, in some of the warehouses. Yeah. So definitely, like for us, we see the maximum effect on mm-hmm. a lot of the stuff when it comes well, to airsoft. Like in CQB though, I, I don't even use a sight. Like when I'm mm-hmm. doing speed shooting and stuff mm-hmm. like that, when I was in Taiwan for the World Cup mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I smoked <laughs> all of those people who were there for the competition. Just with the Springer. N- no, not with the Springer. <laughs> <laughs> no, they uh, they were all they all had their their sights up and stuff like that, and they're aiming and stuff and like G-G that. G guns, yeah. Yeah, when yeah. you're when when I went to go do it, I remember they looked at me and they're like, "Why don't you want the sights up?" And I'm like, "No, why the hell would I use sights at like?" 60 no, once feet? you find your zone, like, just hold it. I, mean, I, I, I would just go say, "Don't it. you airsoft?" Yeah. <laughs> and just press your cheek up against the the butt Side of the gun. Of the gun. And, <laughs> yeah, and just. Shoot. Yeah. First two shots, you know, you're, you're, yeah, you're, yeah, you're okay. where you're I going. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have a vlog of it, actually. I went up against the U.S. team, mm-hmm. and I smoked them by, like, 10 seconds on the really? speed shooting. Wow. Like, it was... Like, <laughs> when you naturally just want to shoot, like, you know, you drag your gun and then shoot. Yeah, yeah you're, you're going to get there faster than someone trying to hold, and you know, aim. the Try zeros. Trying to find a sight yeah. picture and yeah. stuff like yeah. that, yeah. Yeah, no, CQB, I, I wouldn't even use a sight. No, no. Yeah, most, so, most of the time it's point and shoot. With, like, the sniper role being out there, why is it so popular, like, from your end? I think it was popularized by YouTube a lot. Was it your fault? Uh, I think it was partially my fault. It's the highlights, right? I mean, it's... You think it was a help of, like, sort of like a mix, I guess, just because, like you said, too, with video games and everything like that, it was like a mix of the two? So I think... Uh, the sniper role in general is a really glorified role Mm -hmm. in war. Mm -hmm. Because it's cool. I mean, covert, you know. you're far away and taking out a guy who has but no on a, idea. But on a regular skirmish yeah, where yeah. everybody's a sniper. And I always think of behind enemy lines. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, awesome movie. Awesome movie. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. But yeah, like in drop-ins, uh, I think being a sniper is cool, but sometimes you're a lot more effective not being a sniper. Mm. Yeah, okay. it's definitely, 100%. there's a lot of like pros and cons to yes. it when you choose. But I mean, again, that always comes down to the individual basis mm-hmm. and everything like that. So uh, one thing that I will ask you, though, is because of the sniper platforms, right? I know a lot of people, some people don't, but some people are obviously mindful of this and stuff like that. Snipers, MEDs, secondaries. Have you had to do much switching to a secondary? Oh, yeah. Do you care about what you are using as a secondary? Uh, that's a good or, question. Yeah, yeah. I sort of, you know? I sort of keep it in. I, I, uh, I change my gameplay to what my loadout is a lot of times. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'll just play with just a sniper, mm-hmm. and I'll, you know, respect the MEDs. I'll, I'll respect yeah. the MEDs if somebody's shooting away, at me yeah. close. Mm-hmm. I'll just run. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a yep. big deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but like milsims and stuff like that, usually I'll just do a pistol because. Mm-hmm. The sniper rifles and stuff like that can reach out far enough that if somebody gets close mm. with the Mark 23, I can range as far as uh, the sniper rifle, as, pretty much. As the sniper rifle, pretty much. <laughs> is that, so is, that, is your good. influence from the Mark 23 yeah, from Bob Jones? Yeah, is that your go-to? Yeah. Is just to go to the uh, my yeah, I'd say my go-to is the is the Mark 23 or the SSX, whatever, whichever one, mm-hmm. the average one. They're yeah. pretty much the same, right? Well, it's pretty, the same. It's pretty <laughs> They're pretty much the same. Yeah. But you're, I'm guessing your influence is from Bob Jones using the Mark 23, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. 
because yeah, he uses he was, it as he well. Was, he was the first person to really use. He used a MP7 for a while, which was really cool, and I was really happy when I got mine. But yeah, your gas. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. too uh, heavy to use though, or. No, it's just That's, I don't need it. They're, they're, they're pretty balanced, for, um, from my opinion. I've I've used them and I like it. I just don't. It, they're hard to make. They're they're hard to run reliably up here mm -hmm. with our with weather. Yeah, yeah, with our weather conditions. Yeah, hundred percent. Hmm. One question. Okay. I, I noticed that all your guns don't have slings. The, you don't use slings uh, as well, For right? Milsims, I do. Not, not for... So he's like me. So, yeah. so, no, so I was going to say... Yeah, it's similar to a bipod. I think it gets in the way. Uh, yeah. That being said, I mean, I've used them before in drop-ins. Mm -hmm. And it's nice to have a sling where you can just throw it on your back after the game, whatever. But, uh, I mean, whenever I'm playing, I usually have my rifle. And then if I stop somewhere, I don't even leave my sidearm on the holster. I just set it beside me. Because okay. it's yeah, gonna be go, yeah. it's gonna be way quicker that's, than that's saved, my gun. I've, I've seen that on videos where it saved them way too many times. Where he's just like sniping, and all of a sudden he's just oh yeah. <laughs> well, I, I love it because people think I have a really quick draw. No, you don't. <laughs> so, so, sometimes like I'm pretty quick at pulling. I, I know, up, I know where you placed your Mark yeah. 23, and it's a hard, I, it's I a hard to, reach to get there. I used to have my Mark 23 on a PP holster, and it went straight in the center of my body. Appendix carry. No, 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 no. And it was a cheap holster too. It was a Halloween costume. Holster, but it was the only thing the Mark 23 would fit in. The suppressor, I yeah. know, man. He's trying to watch people do Yo, a long yeah, draw, yeah. the long draw with it. Well, it, that's why I like the, the double tap design one, because yeah. you can pull yeah, yeah, out, the pull it right off. Yeah, the 3D printed one? Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean about that one. Like, the draw that I have with that is actually pretty quick. Like, yeah. you can No, you can he's quick it with it. He's quick with it. Plus, that's you do it enough definitely times. definitely nice to use. Yeah, I like well, that holsters definitely play a big part in it. I don't like the drop leg holsters. I don't like I have moved away from those, yeah, because I... Center, center. I actually just got my new holster. Yeah, so excited. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's get back to uh, the topics of sniper roll. Um, on your point of view, is it important for like being a marksman, or is it more important to like stalk and hunt your your target or prey? It what 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 is what is your opinion? On so, that? in my opinion, it depends on what's happening in the game at the time. So, if I see that there's a lot of people pinned down in a certain area because there are dickheads in a window that keep popping up and shooting, <laughs> yep. then I will stay and help them because the best the best thing to do for the team is to help them move. But also, I've had games where you know people are you know having regular fights all over the place. No one's really stuck in place, so I get given a task to go take out a target or something like that. Then I'll go do it. I think it's really dependent on what's happening in the game at the time because if you have a regular fire team. Mm -hmm. It is indispensable to have a DMR with you or a sniper with you because mm -hmm. there's every once in a while you'll just get into a position where it's like, okay, everybody's pinned down. They're watching down this hallway. You can peek around this corner and get him before he can get you. Do it. And that's what I love about sniping is a lot of times when you're firing at range, even if the guy's got an LMG full autoing at you, you, he you, doesn't can, have the reach. you can peek around a corner and line up a shot if you just peek your little head around. Yeah. And that's, people hate me for that because I'm got i not a big person. You are so. not. <laughs> yeah, you're really, a very big target. You are sure. a hard target sometimes. I'm really good at poking out just a little tiny yeah. bit, keeping the elbow in and you know doing that and shooting where all you can see is the scope and... For the longest time, I had a big camera on top of my gun, <laughs> which was awesome because everything was a gun hit. <laughs> I remember that. that. Yeah. Pro tip. Get a big camera. Big camera. <laughs> Counts as a gun. <laughs> Jeez. 
<laughs> Full stop. You're regular here. Yeah. Uh, now, now they have that stupid Local cheater exposed. Yeah. <laughs> it, I, I will commend anyone that actually does follow that rule. I, I, do I have it. seen it happen yeah. in front of me while refing, mm -hmm. and it just it brings me joy because it's like, you know, they were actually honest to the point where it's like, oh, even one gun hit. Their primary's down, and now they're on like survival last yeah. of us, last stand kind of thing with the pistol. It's like, I only have one mag, like, yeah. last standing it. It's like, uh, it's like well, we're picking our, sh we're picking our shots, boys. Like, I definitely have been in situations before I heard of this new rule where my gun's been shot, and I've wanted to play out, like, oh, my gun got shot, I can't shoot. But usually I just play, I don't even bring a sidearm when I'm doing drop ins. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, yeah. oh, my main's down, and I'm alone in this bush. Yeah. <laughs> COVID knives are not a thing right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. unfortunately. So yeah, that one knife kill on me. That was hilarious. I got that was that, that wasn't was even a knife kill. That was like a mercy a gun from to the side gun of the, to the, side of the head. <laughs> he was, took a. I don't know. Uh, it was what, a revolver. What video was that? It was the Dan Weston revolver. It was one of my first ever gameplays. Yeah. And I snuck around the backside of. Uh, so we Fortress. we knew his reputation for being like a really good accurate shot. So we we were behind walls and stuff. You know, little cracks. <laughs> we're looking around, right? We're like, he's over there. We know he's over there. Yes. Everybody watch that way. But they don't know I'm small and quick. <laughs> so Not I, only is he small and quick, but he's also quiet when he yeah, leaves yeah, an area and. So I got right behind them, and they were. It was like a movie. There was like six guys in the fortress, all watching where I was, because they they were in the fortress. That was the goal: was to capture fortress, and they yeah. knew nobody else could get in. The only thing they had to worry about was the one sniper on the team picking them off. So they're all like, "Okay, let's watch this way." Oh and my I went around them, came in behind. I mercied like four people. Yeah. One of them being Poi came out to the back of his head and yeah. just put the Dan Wesson revolver <laughs> up to the back and of his going, head. Oh. <laughs> and then yeah, I went up to the walls and heard people outside and poked out the window with my arm and I was like, You're dead. And they're like, oh. Oh. <laughs> he took the entire fortress by himself. Yeah, the entire fortress by that was I would say that, that was, was one of the moments that it's got a me really yeah. magical moment that got me hooked on yeah. the game for sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. It's those moments too, right? And it's being able to capture those moments on film and stuff yeah. like that. And I think that's one of the things that sensationalizes and idolizes like your channel and similar channels. And uh, I would say uh, the influencers, you know, mm -hmm. just you guys that are out there pumping out that content and stuff like that. You know, you guys have the time and the lifestyle to be able to do that, which is great, you know. And I commend you for, you know. Oh, I, and I, it's a lot of that comes from the support I get from the viewers and stuff. I don't, I, I will not even hesitate well, to thank all the people. Too, right? <laughs> and hard work on your end too. Because yeah. like, you know, I don't want to ever downplay the, f the amount of work that you've had to go in mm -hmm. where a lot of people are just finding you now mm -hmm. or they're, uh, they've heard about you or anything mm -hmm. like that. Misconceptions. It's like, no, no, no. You were from the ground up kind of guy. And yeah. you know, like for people to see the fruits of your labor now, it's it's really, it's really Like great. I was under a thousand subscribers when we started Airsoft Videos. Mm -hmm. Like I was... Uh, I think the first thousand subscribers underneath the paint on my VSR 10, there are still a thousand tick marks because yep. I was putting a tick mark for every subscriber oh, wow. that I gained. Yeah. That's, that's cool. Yeah. I, I, from what I remember was Jack was saying, you guys get a text message every time you get a subscriber. Yeah, or we something. used to get yeah. a text message every time we got a subscriber. <laughs> we had to turn that on. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Jeez, and that was like, oh man, that, that was four years ago. Oh, four or four yeah. and a half years the, ago. Uh, there was an old system where YouTube, I can't remember if it was, maybe it was just subscribers, but I think I, or no, it was people leaving comments. Mm-hmm. It would send us an email every time we got a comment. Yeah. And there was some YouTube update or something, or we signed up with an MCN or something like that happened. And it reset our settings that we had for that. And like the day after we'd signed up and gotten everything yeah. ready, woke up to my phone and I had like just 600 new emails because there are new comments <laughs> and subscribers and stuff like that. And it was just like, oh, okay, well, I hope I didn't get any important emails because they're gone. Because <laughs> <laughs> they're gone now. <laughs> Select all, delete. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That was four years. Of, like, that's not a long time. Your, well, your career has started yeah, yeah, from yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is a, that that is is a good pr- amount impressive. of time. Right? When you I take mean, it day to day, it's a long time. Looking back, it doesn't feel like a long time. No, it yeah. doesn't feel like a long time. But yeah. each of those videos man they were they're a lot of work especially the tttt's people don't realize the oh, tttt's yeah. are a not lot only is it of work a lot of work for you but the production behind yeah. the scenes yeah. it's a lot of work as yeah, well exactly. it's not only just like for him making videos for me yeah. it's like you know planning and sort of scripting like what how people react Multiple and stuff povs oh, yeah. well, well, hold on hold on don't say that because then people are going to think that we script the tttt's no we don't to clarify the tttt's are no, not no, no. scripted, We're not, yeah. it's not scripted. Well, so actually that's what i was going to get to too is that and unfortunately with those things it's like you got to pick the certain people to play with too because yep. it, it definitely you know plays Act. into it there, like, there, there is there is a certain amount of like you know method to my madness of yeah. like you know I, I pick people based on you, you know how characters. they're gonna react and yeah. stuff it's 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 basically based on characters well, and how people react to yeah people, it's, right? it's not it's not only how people react it's how people work with each other like yeah. you don't want to if you have two people who are like in a fight with each other or yeah or like somebody just doesn't like somebody or, or my, my most hated one is there's there's two people that are just really quiet mm-hmm. unfortunately like you know for, for, for video game. yeah this is exactly. a lot more you, rp and larping yeah you yeah. need to be active and that's why my favorite character out of like let's say you guys is like tt if we were to call it like a series mm-hmm. is josh 100 percent. like my favorite character <laughs> Actually, is josh you know who i really miss matthew matthew uh what's his I guess we shouldn't say his last name anyways, but Matthew. <laughs> yeah, he, oh man, I, I love playing TTT with him. He was so much fun. And Simon, when he screamed like a little girl. <laughs> oh I enjoy playing with Kyle every time he plays. It's always good fun. Oh, Kyle's, Honestly, Kyle's, we Kyle's can't Kyle's pick out one person. Yeah. Everybody yeah. 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 Everybody's, everybody's great. great. Yeah. Everybody who comes in there is yeah. always, is yeah. always impressive. Adam, yeah. But like, I love him at there, the same There time. are a couple, uh, I won't say names or anything, but there are a couple TTT videos that I just couldn't edit together because mm. nobody, like we had the regular crew, but then there were the couple people that joined that in just they threw a wrench into the mix either mm. they take it too serious and they're like oh i'm here to get kills or they're <laughs> they forget uh, it's a game they forget <laughs> it's a game or they're too quiet or it just doesn't mesh right it's mm. it really like a lot yeah. of people I'm, I'm looking for a lot of interactions yeah. when it comes to these it's it's basically almost like an acting gig yeah honestly yeah, pretty much yeah. yeah and you know unfortunately there's a lot of there's a lot of people that want to join in yeah. and i have to decline right away because of the fact that you know i i want to keep it you know as fluid as possible mm-hmm. when I'm running the games. Yeah. Right? So that's why we have regulars for these things. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Dayton's been great at editing all of these things because it's hilarious. Yeah. Some of the things that we get up to is, is quite questionable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm able to edit out a lot of stuff. Good. I, I Good. see all Good. the camera angles, and thankfully there's always another camera to switch to. <laughs> Kyle's doing his yeah. thing. Kyle's doing something. It's time to switch cameras. That's a little bit questionable. Let's see what Josh is up to yeah. now. Yeah. It's like the camera's supposed to be pointing at me. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh, we got you so many different variations of of the game mode itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, that's going off topic. Yeah, I was gonna say that's that's another topic for another day. But um, yeah. Is there anything else you want to add to um, sort of like Springers and as well as like 
um, like sniper roles? Uh, I would say just don't be afraid of it. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people are going to tell you it's stupid. Don't get a Springer as your first gun or it's stupid. Like you're just going to sit and do nothing. Yeah, those are both true. It's going to suck your first couple games. Face the facts. Face the facts. It, 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 it's going to suck. Mm-hmm. It's, that's just the way it goes. But the couple moments where badass thing happens or things happen or you make a really long shot or you just, I don't know, you just sit and somebody walks by you and doesn't see you and then you're able to shoot them in the back, like that type of stuff, that's what pays off for me. Like mm. a lot of my videos look like stuff's flowing pretty quickly, but sometimes I'm sitting there for 20 minutes laying yep. in oh, yeah. stinging metal waiting for something oh, to it's happen. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth yeah. it. But yeah. it's worth it. But it's worth it. So <laughs> I would say don't be afraid of it. If it's something you want to do, try it out. Uh, it's more than possible to have fun and also not get a ton of kills in a day. So mm-hmm. do it. Try it out. Why not? And for aspiring YouTubers... <laughs> Don't do airsoft. So <laughs> don't, many, don't, don't start with airsoft. Yeah, don't. Yeah. I don't know. There's just so many airsoft. Diversify. YouTubers. I'm guessing is what I you're saying. I feel like he jumped in there at the right. Time. I feel a hundred percent that I got there in the right time. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like you were coming up. Silo was coming up. Yeah. Well, it yeah. also Dutch. helps that you're technically Canada's number one. Well, you're, you're not our technically, boy. I am. Yes. <laughs> what are you talking about? You are our boy. Yeah. Yeah. Our yeah. Boy. Um, <laughs> like I'm. I'm honestly like I'm really really humbled by the fact that I get to be sort of the face of Airsoft for Canada. It's kind of cool. Yeah, and like it, it's, it's yeah. a pretty big deal. <laughs> it's, it's, it's definitely an interesting feeling when like, especially just the simple thing of like when I go to AirsoftCon or something like that mm-hmm. and people who I've never met before know me and know my name and like have seen my videos and can mm-hmm. like obsess with converse you. with you converse like they with know me you. like yeah. they know me yeah and yeah. like it's it's a really really weird feeling it's awesome because i love meeting the people that watch this stuff mm-hmm. but it's it can be a little creepy sometimes but it's cool it's, yeah. it's please little... don't show up to dayton's house <laughs> don't, yeah. don't don't do that oh my gosh yeah, yeah. but uh, oh, man. yeah Call first. Call first. <laughs> Take him out for dinner yeah, at least. Yeah, yeah. Just bring yeah. Timmy's. Like, yeah. Don't just show up empty-handed. Yeah. If you oh, stalk man. me and find my house, don't show up empty-handed. <laughs> Timmy's or <laughs> <are> beer. <laughs> and for Springers in general, we haven't even scratched the surface. You've only scratched what you're used to, which yeah, is basically yeah, bolt-action bolt action yeah. snipers. snipers yeah. We literally have <laughs> shotguns. Kay. We literally have pistols. pistols. I feel like Springers. we can go over that stuff pretty quick. Okay, Springer pistols. Yeah, you have fun shooting with your friends in the backyard. It's you want to pull yeah. a meme? Go ahead. Bring it to a regular game. You're going to have it's a fun, fun It's time, a fun but... punishment weapon for TTT. Yeah, I can tell you that. Springers, Springer pistols are like indestructible. That one in particular has sat outside yep. of this airsoft field for a, a month. A month. Yep. Outside, and it still works. <laughs> and, then, and then I go, oh, and then we ran another TTT game, and we're like, and we where'd you find it. that gun? Yeah. It's like, oh, it's in the field. I'm like, okay, I guess. It's in game. It's in game. The biggest thing with that is consistency. Yeah. So, yeah, Springer pistols, they're freaking Springer pistols. If you shoot more than 35 feet, then you have a god gun yeah, for Springers. Yeah. Uh, this does, yeah. They're, they're fun <laughs> to play with, but you're not going to upgrade them to shoot like a sniper rifle. Um, Springer, Springer shotguns, so much fun, mm-hmm. uh, especially for TTT and stuff like that. A ton of fun. Um, do not invest in any spring shotgun that shoots less than th- at least three rounds per shot because otherwise you use <laughs> a sniper rifle <laughs> basically a pump action sniper rifle at that point this one does three and six yeah, right three yeah. three yeah. and six yeah what brand is this one this that's sema, SEMA. that's SEMA, yeah. that's only 100 bucks yeah 100 bucks and it's three, lasted us this long yeah three and six rounds pump action shotgun like 
you can have a ton of fun with it. They're loud. They don't shoot far, but if you're playing CQB, six BBs coming at someone, you're not going to miss. Yeah. Yeah, the odds are in your favor. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely the intimidation factor with that as well. Like yeah. coming, around the, corner, coming yeah. around the corner. Coming around the corner. Yeah. yeah. With, the, uh, with the barrel. Yeah, but I would say outside of spring sniper rifles, mm -hmm. don't expect crazy performance, but they can still be a ton of fun. Spring mm -hmm. pistols, fun for the backyard. You can do a little meme. Speaking <laughs> oh, of boy. Speaking, speaking of memes. memes. <laughs> <laughs> so this is. Uh, a gun that I had uh, in my the closet field. for a very long time, and then we're using it on the field. So they upgraded it. It's got <laughs> red dot. It's got the zoom from a. a it's EOTech. also backwards. <laughs> it's got a backwards front 45 grip, uh, grip, a vertical grip, a blue tactical flashlight. Just so you can make sure you line up those shots. Yeah, a adjustable assault style stock and a battery. Uh, you might notice though, it is it is spring, and it does have a full auto mode, which <laughs> doesn't do anything. <laughs> but the possibly greatest part about this gun uh, is the magazine. Oh, I forgot, it's also got the side grip. Too. Yeah. Just in case you need to do a kill yeah. shot. Um, this magazine is the coolest thing. So Springer guns, because you don't have to worry about their performance at all, because you're not going to get any, uh, <laughs> they add cool stuff like this magazine. So this is a high-cap mid-cap. What? So, yeah, it's a high-cap mid-cap. So you fill the magazine at the bottom with BBs, and then there's a hole at the bottom of the spring so you pull it down and you shake it and the BBs run into the groove and then you let go of the spring and it pops them up. So you only have like 20 shots in the magazine, but there's like 200 rounds in the magazine. So every time you need to reload, you just pull the spring back, <laughs> give it a shake. Yeah, you got to patent this stuff and make you your own magazine. <laughs> when will we see this? So, so, yeah. so <laughs> the, on House Gamers Airsoft. The next House Gamers product. Yeah, high cap, mid cap mags. A springer, we gotta get a springer. Yeah, we're coming for you, PTS. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I think uh, don't expect performance out of anything spring other than a sniper rifle, mm. but that doesn't mean you can't have fun. Spring shotguns, tons of fun. Yeah. Spring pistols, get 10 of them, go with your buddies in the backyard, tons of fun, but don't expect performance. Alrighty. Yeah. Mm, interesting. So we learned a lot about springers. Is a like bolt yeah, action well, snipers. There's a um, lot of physics involved. Yeah, wealth of knowledge in there on that part. <laughs> like yeah. I said, I put a lot of time mm. into figuring out spring bolt actions and just spring guns in general. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's definitely a common misconception just with airsoft in general too, right? A lot of people pick up play, take it right out of the box, and then they're, you know, they're used to seeing what movies do or they're used to seeing how their real guns perform and everything like that. And it's all like, oh, well, why isn't said gun performing like said product? And yeah. it's all like, the um, science behind again, yeah. there is a whole other factor to the fact that this is airsoft. Well, right? to be fair though, with airsoft guns, spheres are inherently a terrible projectile. Yes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. For I the agree. worst shape for But also the safest, apparently. Yeah! Um, mm. You know what? Um, I was going to say, if you played with... I feel like, like the Helen, debate is still on so, that. Okay, so let me break it down to you in two ways. Number one, yep. yes, the safest because it slows down the fastest. Mm -hmm. Two, technically the most dangerous because on impact, there is... If it's a perfect sphere, an infinitely small point where all of the force is being applied. Yeah. So, technically more dangerous, but less dangerous. Um, yeah. That being said, they're small plastic pellets. Shut up. I've, I've, <laughs> I've, I've seen it embed in someone's skin. Come yeah. on. I've had it embedded yes, in yeah, my skin. Yeah, yeah but, been there, yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Uh, if you're talking about pain and airsoft, don't play airsoft if you can't deal with the pain. <laughs> there you go, guys. You heard it here.
Yeah. Mm, interesting. So if you had it rifled, would that make a difference? <laughs> oh my God. No, it would probably well, make it worse. Well, that's a topic for a different story. No, if we want to get into airsoft we'll rifling. It's not even a topic. That's purely, a very simple yeah, answer. Rifling in an airsoft air, gun does no. nothing. Air efficiency. <laughs> it, it will give more space for air to escape around the BB, making it not hit its maximum velocity from the air that's being presented. And number two, if it does anything, it's going to add a twist to the BB left or right, which is going to make it, it's going to sort of cancel out the uh, Magnuson well, effect. Well, like, so uh, when it comes air efficiency. Like, yeah. Well, well with like, just like not getting too detailed into it, but like uh, airsoft rifling compared to like actual gun rifling is a little bit different. But yeah. I don't I, think there's a version of airsoft rifling that would work. Uh, well, like the only ones I've ever seen are like a slit down the whole center of the, of the barrel and then one. It's a twist. And then yeah. one's at a like a 45 or whatever it is. Oh, and the bevel. whole point of it is like the way um, air is being pushed on it because in theory, the airsoft BB is riding inside the... On a cushion of air, is that what they're trying to the, say? Yeah, with the cushion of air. Okay, and, Tesla. And, and, and that's why like a lot of people suggest PDI barrels because the consistency in the barrel is really nice. So in like like if you're using like a Type bore, most, most likely the BB is riding the so, top of the barrel all the time. In theory, if you have a sphere yeah. inside of that barrel and there's a channel in the bottom, yeah. the liquid dynamics makes it so that the air... So air is a liquid. Mm -hmm. um, if, if you're talking about its motion and well, stuff In fluid like that. dynamics, yeah. yeah. Um, so underneath less resistance, faster moving, mm -hmm. that'll create negative air pressure and pull the BB down. Mm -hmm. So I guess technically... If you had it would, the other way around? That might help backspin, yeah. but what it will do is make it so that the BB rides the barrel the whole way. Well, I mean, that's the, theor the whole theory behind it. I've only ever seen it talked about by the uh, Hunter Seeker, the yeah. guy who made the R-Hop stuff, and like I've only ever seen it twice, like... Mm -hmm. Two photos of it briefly talked about, and then yeah. Then so <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I haven't tested it, so I don't know if that would help or hinder yeah. it. But that's the motion of the BB inside. If there's mm -hmm. wherever the air can get around, yeah. is where the BB is going to be sucked to. Well, definitely, I've seen like, um, like recently anyway, in the last I, I would say year with mm -hmm. s specifically snipers, just because min maxing is a huge factor with that is the differencing differences in barrels. Like you were yeah. saying with um, Crazy Jet, I, 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 I can't say that they were like the first because I don't know exactly, mm -hmm. but I know that with the um, uh, tapering of the barrel and stuff like that, they, yeah. they, were, um, they were one of the first, at least that I know of, and now everyone else is doing like the double uh, barrel length yeah, changes the with the dual inner barrel mm -hmm. bores. Then you have guys who have like... Um, ported bar barrels that I've seen actually on some sniper rifles where it's like honeycombed at the end. Yeah. I, I think in the end, the dynamics of the barrels really change a lot mm -hmm. depending on even just air pressure, like in the area Winter where time. you're playing. Like yeah. if it's a colder, thinner air, mm -hmm. you're going to have less compression than a humid, thicker air. Cause so weather does depend yeah. on it. On it changes usage. quite a bit. Um, but that's why working with spring rifles, you're trying to take out the most amount of variables as you can, mm -hmm. which is why I like springers. But I feel like a lot of that has to be looked into. And I, 
I have my theories on what stuff is and mm -hmm. I'll give my opinion on what it is. But I mean, as much as I believe it to be true and I've experienced it, it could be completely false. I mean, exactly. There's a lot of testing. It's, involved. Not yeah. a, it's not a, it's expensive to figure out these kinds of questions. Yeah, for sure. Hashtag hyperloop. It's yeah. <laughs> Make an airsoft hyperloop. Okay? Yeah. Airsoft hyperloop. Yeah. You guys are so, all just talking like Elon Musk over here. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Me and you are just, it's just skipping over us. Um, what's your, um, like, what would you like to see in Airsoft, like, to make better use of your Springer in terms of, like, uh, what um, Novridge is doing is basically making a wider bore and... Yeah, uh, bigger BBs and Bigger BBs, bore. heavier BBs. Mm. Um, um, what, what, what would you like to... And in a safe manner, too, what would you like to see? So I think that's actually a really good step. Um, so if we're talking about the pain of BBs and stuff, technically, if it's a larger BB, it has a higher mass, so mm -hmm. more inertia, but it's a larger surface area to spread out the force. Mm -hmm. So maybe it hurts less. I don't know. It's all depending on the person. But I think, uh, especially for springers, making those bigger BBs is a really good step to improving the sport because mm. bigger mass, mm. uh, less effect from wind mm. and air resistance and stuff like that. Uh, but there's sort of, it's, it's a combination because it's bigger, so more surface area for outside forces to act on, but heavier, so less action by those forces mm -hmm. so, so it's would, sort of a handoff would you go back to the eight millimeter platform uh probably that they're probably way not. too heavy uh, well, i was just gonna not. say is that well, could that have never show its head again well, or like, so the problem with that is yeah. uh what i was gonna say was you have to find that nice middle ground between fps and size so yeah. your fps limits you can't shoot 580 fps with a point what what how big are the novridge bbs they're point, not six mil I they're I like six, they're six, six point, it's like 6.84 6.8 right? or seven or, mil whatever yeah. it is they're bigger yeah. Yeah. yeah so you can't have you can't shoot 480 fps with that no because you'll go over the jewel limit yeah. which is what the, so you like, go down exactly you have to shoot slower mm -hmm. and because you're shooting slower now you're losing you, that now you're losing mm -hmm. the action against the wind and gravity and stuff like that so, so the whole reason of of doing the upgrade in the beginning anyway yeah. right exactly but if you're able to use higher fps's then mm -hmm. it is something good to utilize so yeah. it's you got to find that middle ground it, well it's area specific right exactly yeah. so it comes down to like so i guess definitely for us in canada we are limited i guess in playing around with a lot of the limits because i know it's, if it's really windy i think it's Good to utilize it, but mm -hmm. if it's not windy, I think regular just heavyweight BBs is a better way to go. Okay. Um, it's the dangerous levels when you're using heavier weights, I see. Yeah, mm -hmm. it definitely, because now you're playing around with, like, um, you know, the jewel factor of it and how how easy it is to get injured and just well, be... Well, you walk on the rules. Well, yeah. and with the, how small the projectiles are, it's so easy to just lose, you know, your eye oh uh, or getting shot in the ear. As rare as it is, I've seen it happen, and it's not painful. Fun. Fun. It is yeah. painful. Yeah. Um, I'm going to run to the washroom. You guys keep <laughs> talking about <laughs> your <stuff. laughs> And that was Dayton from House Games. Yeah, that, and that was Dayton, guys, <laughs> from House Games. Um, while he's doing that... Um, it's, uh, like I said, it's Halloween this weekend, so mm -hmm. come bring your costumes out. Um, there is that night game that's happening. On the 31st? On the 31st. Um, Saturday. I believe Julian has some cool prop plans to, you know, to light up the night, because, you know, how he loves lighting he, well, up the night. He definitely night. has, uh, adds a twist to all oh, his. Oh, yeah, he always adds a twist. It's going to be a Halloween night game, yeah. so I'm actually excited to see, and hopefully I'm able I to I wonder if there's going to be a Unfortunately, it won't be there, but, yeah, you know. Yeah, he might have some zombies, who knows? I'm speculating. Ooh. But they'd be cool. Night games. Zombies. zombies. Night vision. Oh, Ooh. boy. Stop. What? Oh, boy. <laughs> Stop. Oh, boy. I am ready. Now you're ready. 
Oh, I am ready. Okay. Is that a PVS 14? <laughs> <laughs> but, um, it's an well, interesting, like, it's, it's an interesting topic to cover because, like, like I said, like, we started off with Springers, like, mm. most of us or some of us or, you know, some sort of Springer, some sort of Nerf, like, even Nerfs are Springers, basically. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then to end up... Except the full auto belt fed ones. I really hate the kids that get those nowadays <laughs> because I'm not lying. Okay, Tack and I had to run around and like cock the gun and shoot each other. Yeah, and, like, same. They don't the even dive know. onto the couch. They don't understand the pain of like struggling to reload while your brother's <laughs> coming around the corner and he's got a fully loaded. That's basically oh, a springer yeah. right there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, yeah, I think we pretty much covered. I think Everything. we covered yeah. a lot. Yeah, a lot. Uh, we don't have any. There was there yeah. was a lot. I didn't realize how much science is in this stuff, dude. It's all physics. Yeah, well, dude, when yeah, you we get really into appreciate the... you getting into it. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I, I I've always had I've always had a love of physics, mm. and it, combining that with airsoft has been so cool. Well, like, there's a little bit of engineering yeah. in there as well, and the, with the with the physics and the math portion of that mm. too. Right? A lot of people have a misconception of how much physics is involved in our daily lives, right? And yeah. that's where like, you know, like I I don't want to say like how you know, at least from my perspective when I was growing up, it was definitely not cool to like, you know, <laughs> to like, you know, to be or I don't know how do I say it because it's like it's, well I guess to be the, dorky like yeah, that. Well, the, I mean, no, because right things have changed. I mean, you know, the it's not the thing. classic like socias and greasers and you yeah. got your nerds and everything like that. I mean, you know, like I I was in I had a foot in every door when I was in high school. You know, I hung out with the jocks, I hung out with the gamers. I lucky guy. Yeah, <laughs> that was me too. So yeah, yeah, like you know, so I definitely understand, and, and that's why again that's where it comes for me for the love of airsoft is just you have so. many many different backgrounds here and we all have this one thing in common right yeah so yeah yeah it's really cool all right well i'll end it here mm -hmm. uh thank you again for coming by yeah Dayton. thank you for yeah, um, and, uh, it's been a great and, time uh, sending you. us a ton of knowledge yeah. knowledge bomb um yeah it's crazy i should um, i should totally make a video of just like the physics of airsoft That'd you be should. Cool video. I think that you would should. Yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'll be boring for the kids, but it'll be mm. interesting for no, the guys. No, like, for the diehards. Yeah, yeah it's for the really diehards. You, you, you gotta make a diehard one. I think yeah. it yeah. could actually be kind of interesting. Like make a Tom Scott sort of like <laughs> idea. Of make it like a You should get Tim to narrate it though. No, I can do a good narrator. No, he does a good narration. I know, but Tim puts me to sleep. Honestly, I don't want a pretentious Brit doing my show. What the hell? It's okay. He doesn't watch this. <laughs> or maybe he does. I don't know. No, I don't think he does. <laughs> uh, we can say all the bad stuff now. He's yeah. not watching this yeah. far. <laughs> He's given up. Tim is the person that's Tim, still listening. You are I really poo -poo head. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you again. Yeah. And um, yeah, you've you've been a a great sort of. Uh, like marketing thing for the field too because of the fact that you've done all your videos here. Yeah, I gotta send them an invoice for all the promotion. Of <laughs> Ooh, well, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but other than that... Um, yeah, we would love to have you back in the future yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, and, and, um, you know, with that, I don't think we have any further uh, news or events to share. Nope. No, um, we're good. That's been episode 21, guys, yep. of there the Panther Airsoft we Folding Table Talk. Yep, and this is Poi signing out, and we got Mac over there. Mac, next time we do AKs. No. Damn it. <laughs> and we got Tac over there. Bye-bye, guys. And we got Dayton. Okay, guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Dayton's Cold. Goodbye. <laughs>